The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Three four 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 nine nine one thousand. When was the last time a radio show was opened with a Wings bootleg from 1979? I mean, an officially released live track. I mean, come on. One day, Paul McCartney's going to be dead, and everybody who joked about him and laughs at the frog chorus and we all stand together and all of that is going to have to eat dirt. You know, in America, they take Wings seriously as a band. You know that? That Wings are... When, um... Neil Hamburger, Greg Turkington was here with, over in the UK. I was lucky enough to go and do some record shopping with him. And um, we were talking about Wings, and I said, well, you know, here's the, here's the problem with Wings in this country. Everybody thinks they are a joke. He said, why? He said, well, it's partly because of Alan Partridge, but it went on before that. Wings is 
Awesome. Go out and get Red Rose Speedway for crying out loud. Good evening, dear listener. The late night alternative. I'm Ian Lee. Who are you, woman? Catherine Boyle. And you're wearing colours. How did the gays get the rainbow? How did they get the rainbow? We owe them something. How did they get... Sorry, excuse me. I do apologise. How did we get the rainbow? How did my people, how did my gay brothers and sisters and the bi's and the trans get the rainbow? How did we inherit the rainbow? Where did that, where did that come from? Who was the first gay to use a rainbow to say they were gay? Where does it come from? I know that you, the, the whole Friends of Dorothy thing. Okay, well, let's go back further. Why does Friends of Dorothy, Dorothy, of course, from The Wizard of Oz, what, is there like a gay subtext in that film that I miss? Well, it was campus tits, wasn't it? No. Yes. No, it's not. Yes, it is. But that's because it's a film from the olden days. They were all camp. Well, no. I yes. mean, he's, does anyone really believe the Tin Man's looking for a woman? Come on. Oh, you're saying that he's a homosexual robot. He was camp as. He's a, he, the, the, the Tin Man, of course, is the first ever ever sex bot, um, <laughs> uh, uh, in, known in, uh, in existence. Okay, so I thought, well, I thought the Friends of Dorothy is because Judy Garland was one of the first entertainers to be very vocal in acknowledging that she had a huge number of gay fans. Yeah, also she married a bisexual, didn't she? Um, yeah, I think she might have married a gay guy as well in the same... Okay, now we're in trouble. She certainly married a very... She she married a gay man, um, and Liza Minnelli, her daughter, married a very, very, very camp man in the guise of David Guest. Yeah. So So she did have a huge... Judy Garland did have a huge gay following. Those women are revered. There's something about the tragedy, the um, melodrama of their lives that appealed stereotypically to gay men. Okay. Okay. Well, we, we, do you know what? I've got nothing planned for tonight's show, and I'm feeling very, very tired and a little bit bleh. So, look, this seems like a good enough uh, d- d- jumping point to, to dive into the show. 0344 So, what makes a gay what makes a gay icon then? Now, you talk about the tragedy mm-hmm. of Judy Garland. Yeah. But the Tragedy wasn't necessarily known, particularly back in the day when that kind of stuff was was kept well, secret. It wasn't necessarily known until years after she died. Was it's it? not young era Judy Garland that they revere. It's the one that's slightly rambling. Yeah, she was. A well, state. but then we reach a then we reach a, a, a contradiction. If it wasn't young era Judy Garland, Wizard of Oz is young mm-hmm. era Judy Garland. I take you back to my previous point. Please it's do. Camp. It's camp. 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 Um, well, in that case, I don't know what camp means. Because I wouldn't have thought that was camp. I'm boring. It's a boring film. It's not boring. <laughs> Excuse me, I do beg your pardon. Um, do beg your pardon. Very windy pops. I think it's a dull film. It's not. It's a wonderful film. And it was no, a- you're thinking of It's a Wonderful Life. That's a wonderful film. How do you know? You haven't seen it for ages. Yeah, I've, what do you mean? How do you know you haven't seen it for well, ages? Well, I bought you I've a copy about five years ago and you refused to watch it. Because yeah, it just makes me miserable. It's a wonderful film. How do you know you haven't seen it for ages? I, I, um... I haven't been five for ages, but I can remember bits of it. Not much of it, if I'm honest. The reason, exactly, and that's the reason I bought it for you, and then you refused to watch you it. You didn't buy me five. Flipping it, man. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Okay. So to become, not being flippant about, I've been a little bit flippant, but actually, I'm, I'm kind of quite interested in this. So how does one become a gay 
icon. Right. Do you have to be a tra- this is a genuine question. Do you have to be a tragic woman? Not necessarily tragic either. They love Barbara Streisand and you can't call her tragic. Why do they like Barbara Streisand? Because she's so outspoken. Much? And by the way, before anyone complains, I know we're doing massive generalizations yeah. here. Huge, huge generalizations. But please, come on. It's ten past ten on Thursday night. This is, we're just kicking some also, ideas around. Also, this conversation is open to all, so please do join us and set us straight. And also, I'm I bisexual! Say, I so I can say what I want about those weirdos! I was gonna say set us straight, but that's terrible. Uh, yeah. if you can put us right. 03444991000. Thank you. I'd love to speak to, um, lesbians, gays, bisexuals, Trans, Non-binary. queers, no hang on, we're going to do it in the order, queers, pluses, I don't want to speak to non-binary, don't make me uncomfortable, that's a joke, God, you can't joke about nothing these days, political correctness gone mad, okay, so let's do a list, because I genuinely, I can't quite get my head around what it is, what it means and how it comes about, so let's have a list of, um, of gay icons, so we've got Cher, Yes. Cher is a gay icon. Have you got another pen? This pen is... There might be one down here. Hang on. Yeah, there's one. Here. This pen is caputa. This pen is caputa. Told you, so it's a phony show unlike any others, guys. I won't be getting this on LBC with politics. So we've got Cher. We've got Judy Garland. We've got... Is, now, Dolly Parton. Would she be a gay icon? Yeah. We're going to call it Guycon from now on. So Parton... Okay, these are all women. Give me some men. But what men would be gay icons? And why? I don't get it. I don't get, I don't get it. I don't get it. Why a whole sexuality, a whole, generalizations, uh, you know, why a significant percentage of a specific sexuality would be drawn to a specific artist? People like Cher. Have, you mean people like Cher? Oh, you mean Cher? Yeah, yeah. Have been embracing of, of the uh, LGBTQ plus community for right, years right. since before, before it was, it was, I was going to say uh, trendy. I don't mean that at all, but, but, but when, when being gay was still yeah. seen as, as weird and perverted. I was listening to um, the Elton John audiobook. Yeah. And he talks about the 1990s. It was still you know, it was still a big deal back then for Diana to hold the hand of an AIDS patient. People yeah. still thought yeah. that these people, this whole and group the gay, of the gay people, plague, of course. were absolutely toxic. Yeah. Yeah. And that was adding to the um, the uh, homophobia that was already existing. Okay. Um, so it's really recent in our history. We've got Cher's Gerald, been there on the, on the forefront. We've got Gerald the robot. Make it quick, Gerald. Baby, baby, baby. There we go. Thank you very much. That was that was quick enough. Thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the um, telephone number. But so, are there any male gay icons that you can think of? I, I want to say Burt Reynolds, but I don't know. I don't. It doesn't it's feel the same. It it's doesn't feel the same. It's not does about it? Fancy in no, no, no. Of course not. No, of course not. It's about um, admiring the chutzpah. Hmm. I guess what this is all building up to, and I'd love to get a list of male gay icons. I guess what this is all building up to is, am I a gay icon? And if I'm not, what do you need to do? Who have I got to blow to become one? What have I got to do to become a gay icon? I came, I've come, I've come close to it a little bit. I 
couple of times. Co- close to it a little bit a couple of times. When years ago, when we were at the other place and we did a video about um, holding hands, men holding hands and stuff. That, that was a little something, but not quite. 11 o'clock show. Big gay following for the 11 o'clock show. I don't know why. Really big uh, gay following. And then coming out as by it was a little little frisson. I kept... I, I got when you were in the jungle, there was a little bit of There was a bit of that. Well, there yeah. was a bit of that. It's because I look like a um, jungle man. Um, uh, yeah, like it's a Sasquatch. You look like a daddy. Huh? Um, there, I got an email the other day asking me if I wanted to be like in a publicity campaign to promote, you know, to say it's okay to be bi. No. No, I don't. Because that's not what I'm... Um, I haven't got time because I'm too busy having it away with men and women. Jokes. Uh, I said no. I don't really... Uh, I don't really fancy that. I didn't say no. I just didn't bother replying. Gay icons seems to be the theme of the show this evening. But you can call in about absolutely anything. No, but now Trevor's saying um, Alan Carr is a gay icon. I don't think he is. He's a comedian. And he's gay. But I wouldn't class him as a gay... I, I mean, there may be respect from a portion of the gay community for being, you know, so out. In, I, I, I don't know. I wouldn't say he was a gay icon. I don't think we're the right people to make that decision. Um, I know. Point taken. Point taken. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. You can give us a call about that. You can give us a call about anything. I've got a feeling it's going to be quite a patchy show tonight. I don't mean Native Americans. I just mean a bit up and down. I'm very, very tired tonight. Very tired. And I'm feeling uh, the darkness in the soul if you catch my lizard. So do give us a call about absolutely anything you want. This is The Late Night Alternative. Weeknights from 10 on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Also, I don't, I don't get, I've never got, even as a child, right, even as a kid, and listen, you watch them, the clock show, there's bits in there that I don't think are homophobic, but I think it gets pretty close. And I bandied around as a young man, you know, gay slurs, to, to be funny, right? I, I, yeah, no. But I, I, I don't get why being gay was illegal. What was that about? What was that? And of course, in some parts of the world, it still is, in some parts of the world, you could be killed for being a bloke, wanting to have it off with another bloke. And... Don't worry, it's not going to be, you know, particularly pro-gay, you know, it's not going to be a political show like that tonight. It's just, this is, the way this show works, if you're new, is that we sit here and we kind of chat. And I've been really tired for the last two hours, so I've sort of been dozing out in the office and I've woken up. And this is just the conversation that me and Kath will be having, you know, on a drive to a gig or, or on the phone or something. You know, this is how we, how it works, is we kind of have these conversations and you're very welcome to join in or you're welcome to phone in and, and talk about something completely different. Okay, so don't, 0344 499 1000 if, if you want to take part. But why, when did it become illegal? I imagine it's been illegal since we drew up the laws because we... Well, hang on, when this is an excellent point. When did we draw up the laws? <laughs> when did laws, when did we get laws? I'm going to guess. <laughs> Do it. Magna Carta time. That's when we started writing stuff down. When isn't was it? that? Twelve, eighteen. I love this. I love this. This is what this is what radio should be. Two people just guessing, guessing <laughs> and hoping that there's someone with enough knowledge to phone in and go, "What are you talking well, about?" Hoping we're going to say enough stupid stuff so you go, "I can't stand this anymore." I'm going to ring them. <laughs> I've got to correct these two idiots. <laughs> because obviously it's drawn from the Ten Commandments somewhere. No. Yeah. It will be. No, no, no. And also the fact it's a patriarchy and any well, anything that does not lead to the procreation of children is damaging. Right. Okay. Well, there is the thing that men sh- it doesn't mention 
being gay in the Ten Commandments, the, the thing in the Bible that people ha- desperately cling to, desperately cling to in a vain attempt to prove that Jesus didn't like gays, is man shall not lie with man. Yeah. What does that mean? But didn't we speak to a, uh, a bishop once who told us that that was a translation, and actually what it was talking about was man shall not lie with boy? It mean with it will mean with any, anything. Can you do the Ten Commandments? Right. Thou shalt not murder. Yes. Yeah. The, right. Thou shalt, not thou shalt not kill. Yeah. Okay. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbour's ass. Yeah. That is genuine. Covet. Hang on. Covet thy neighbour's. Ass. Okay. Isn't there something about wearing mixed fibres? No, isn't that an Old Testament eating shellfish? Don't you can't be in the town if you've got a period on. Oh my god. That was that's one of the things in the in the Old I, Testament. I, yeah, I think you're not allowed is. to to be in the town if you got if you're having a period. Mm. And uh, uh, and once you come back, you've got to have your uh, father take you to a gynaecologist to make sure you're still a virgin. Phil, if you weren't listening to last night's show, that that sounded weird. Go back and listen to last night's show. It will still sound weird. What was his name? T.I., the rapper. T.I., the rapper. Total idiot. Uh, (laughs) There was a great tweet that I retweeted from a a, a female American comedian. Um, I don't know what all the fuss is about. I'm always taking my 18-year-old son uh, to to the doctors to check his tight little bean hole or something (laughs) like that. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, so we're doing the Ten Commandments now to see if we can trace... See if we can trace the origins. This is tonight's show, right? We want to trace the origins of homophobia, okay? That's so the Ten Commandments. I don't think it's in there, but let's see. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbour's ass. Mm-hmm. There's something about your wife. Thou shalt not... I always want to say this because it was on Vic Reeves' Big Night Out. Thou shalt not fanny about on a yacht. That was... <laughs> there's... um. Uh, I wonder if uh, Eddie, our good friend Eddie here, might be able to help us. Good evening, Eddie. Oh, you right, mate? Do you know any of the Ten Commandments? I don't know. I'm not religious. Well, need, well, you don't, you don't have to be. You've heard of Jesus, right? Sorry. You've heard of Jesus. I have heard of Jesus. I thought you weren't religious. You see, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You don't have to be religious to be aware. Yes, fair enough. Okay, what can we do for you, Eddie? Um. Well, I just wanted to bring up to say I'm a massive fan of the show, um, and I'm, yeah, I just want to say you're doing a great job. Thank you very much. Sorry? Well, thank you. No, 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 no. Thank you. Oh, no, no, thank you. Can someone thank me? Nope. Oh, oh thank you, Catherine. Nope. Hey. Well, I retract my thank you to Eddie. I'll take oh. it. I'll take it. Oh, right. So, Kath's going to take Eddie. And I'll thank you, Eddie. Oh, well, thank you. Well, I say no thank you, Eddie. <laughs> I say double thank you, Eddie. And oh, I didn't, ex- I didn't expect you to so does my wife. I say no thank you, Catherine, and I say no thank you, Eddie. No, well, why no thank you? You thank Catherine, I no thank you, Eddie. <laughs> okay, well, um... I say good day, yeah. Eddie. Good daddy. I say good night. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Caddick, do you know any of the Ten Commandments? Thou shalt not steal... Yeah. Thou shalt honour thy mother and father. Oh, oh yeah, all right, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Honour thy, uh, uh, mother and father. Okay, yeah. yeah. That means Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not do what with Roger Daltrey? Buy his solo albums. Commit adultery. Okay, can Roger Daltrey. Thou shalt not listen to Ride a Rock Horse by Roger Daltrey. Okay, yeah. That's the only three I know. 
So we've got one, two, three, four. We've got five of the Ten... We're halfway there. We're halfway there to finding out if um, homophobia comes from the Ten Commandments. Well, I've got a gay icon for you. You've got a gay icon? Yeah. RuPaul. Um, RuPaul, yes. Yes, yes. But now... What would we classify in the, because we are human beings and we like to classify, we like to pigeonhole, we like to put people in boxes and put things in people's boxes. Um, what would we classify? Rupert you think I'm talking drag queen? Well, I don't know. I, I suppose so, yes, because it's RuPaul's Drag Race. Here's the, here's the wonderful thing, and so other radio presenters might complain about this, but I love it. I love it. Here's the thing, here's the situation we find ourselves as we hurtle towards 2020. There's so many descriptive terms for sexuality, for gender, for humans, and I don't know all of them. I don't know where a lot of them go, and I love it. I love it. I look forward to getting as many of them right as I can, and when I'm wrong and someone corrects me, I shall thank them very much indeed because I want to learn. Whereas other radio presenters, Alan, will say, well, this is a bloody nonsense. This is absolutely ridiculous. Men have got dinkles and women have got vannies and that's it. Well, I've got one for you. Go on. Pansexual. Oh, that's people, yeah, that's people that like um, uh, women dressed as young boys in green felt and can fly, isn't it? Peter Pansexual. No, I'm oh. talking about pansexual. Pansexual. Who is neither male or female. I don't think that is pansexual. Isn't pansexual where you are open to a relationship with everybody? Yeah, yeah it's about personalities. Yes. What's the one where you're neither male or female? Sorry? No, because Sam Smith declared himself as this non, sexual. Non-binary. No, hang on, I've got a great gag. Go on. Ask me that question again, Alan. Um, Oh, what was it? Oh, I forgot the question. Jesus. I'm gonna, well, the is going to be um, uh, uh, Chris from Wales. Um, uh, jokes, jokes. Come on, guys. It doesn't get any better than this. Um, uh, okay, Alan. I think that I, I think that um, that helps us a lot. Those three of the Ten Commandments. Brilliant. Thank you. Thank you, mate. Cheers. There you go. There you go. And this is this is you know you can call in about other stuff, but this is just where my head has seemed to gone to down. We're trying to work out. It's got to be biblical, the, the homophobia. Yeah. Am I, would I be right in thinking that anti-Semitism come, comes in part yeah. from the Bible? Yeah, from a misreading. From a, of course, from a misreading. I'm not saying Jesus said, you know, I don't like Jews. Of course not. But from, from, from well, an interpretation. Yeah, because people go for this idea that the Jews killed Jesus, forgetting that Jesus was a Jew. But and they were a, the only people there. But there was anti-Semitism before that. I, th I, th I think so. I, I don't know. Here's the thing. When I did, when I was a Christian, when I was a, a little child Christian, it was, it was New Testament. I don't know Old Testament. Old Testament's the good one. Old Testament's the one where it's like dragons and demons and hellfire and all of that stuff. The yeah. new one's a little bit, oh, God, Yeah, because okay. God wasn't forgiving in the Old Testament. Yeah, God was a bastard. Oh, excuse me. God was, was a tough guy in the Old Testament. It's probably yeah. a better way of saying it. And in the new one, it's like, come on, everybody. Let's, 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 let's love. If you're very sorry, we can get over this. But so, uh, so there was, cause there is anti-Semitism. In the New Testament, the Jews, the Jewish people, are certainly picked on in well, the New Testament. Well, they're conquered people in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They? I think the anti-Semitism is is, is is in the Old Testament. So maybe that's where it would. I, I, I don't, I'm just trying to work out why we hate certain groups 
of people. There you go. Or why it's, you know, throughout history, certain groups have, I know we all like to, as human beings, uh, like to look for differences and sniff out, uh, 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 you know, different looks, different walks, different voices, different things and, and, and point them out and go, oh, you're different to us. We're going to kill you. But it does seem a little bit, it does seem a little bit, anti-Semitism and homophobia seem a little bit extreme. To me, I guess is what I'm trying to, touch, to yeah. is what I'm trying to say. I don't know. I In don't answer know. to your question earlier on, yes. RuPaul says you can call me he, you can call me she, you can call me Kathy Lee. He he doesn't mind being called he. He doesn't okay. say he's trans. I like um I like RuPaul. I don't like it when her granddad comes on because <laughs> RuPaul's hot, hot young woman, and then her granddad comes in. It's like, geez, where's where's the where's the fit one? I love them both. Um, we're just kicking around ideas. And um, here's the beautiful thing about this. We may, we may end up absolutely nowhere. We may end up absolutely nowhere with this. Um, but I'm kicking some ideas around for want of uh, anything better to talk about. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. This is the late night alternative with Kath and Ian on Talk Radio. Experience the unconventional. Even boss. The unpredictable. And the completely unorthodox. Exactly. With rule free Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four. On Talk Radio. Evening, dear listener. Strange one tonight. We're just um, kind of chewing the fat in a more abstract, tangential, 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 tangential way. Tangential. It doesn't sound right, does it? That sounds nice, though. Tangential. Tangenitals. Tell my genitals. Tangential. Tangential. Is that it? Yeah. That's that'll do. Tangential way. I think you've said enough now that one of them's right. I think I've said it wrong in six different ways. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. We're trying to work out, all right, while all the other stations are going, well, should you vote for this party or should you vote for that party? And what about this politician? And what, Everyone else is doing that. We're trying to work out where homophobia comes from. And as a little side note, where does anti-Semitism come from? Racism in terms of white versus black, I get. I get. I don't agree with it. I'm not saying it's right. Where I get. Do, where do you think that comes from? Um, it, it, it comes from from it comes from white people conquering yeah. Africa. But did that, and is that is is it not a chicken and egg thing? What do you mean? Well, the colonialism yeah. is because of a but surely powered by the belief that somehow you're better than someone well, else. Well, I, 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 I would imagine, and again, I don't know that that when. We, white people, Europeans, for the most part, went to, well, obviously, the, the, the French, the Dutch, and the English, maybe not the Dutch, but the, definitely the French and the English. When we went to Africa, a lot of the places that we found could be considered by the white people at that time to be um, significantly, uh, I'm really trying hard to, to use language that isn't going to offend, but would be, could be considered by a lot of those white people to be backwards they, compared to where we were. They thought they were savages, but it was different. It was different. That's the thing. That's the thing. It was, it was, it was different terms of uh, 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 advancement. Of and course, it, course, in many ways, we didn't make their lives better. Oh, oh no, we ruined their lives. Yeah. Oh, God, we, 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 but we, that was the idea. We're going to go and we're going to save you from this. You can be better off. All you have to do is, uh, tell you what, you dress like us. You name me one country where the um, natives, the, 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 you know, the original inhabitants who are, are brown of any hue, where we went over uh, there and they are better now because of what we done. There's, there's, you know, we've, we've, you, you look at India. We screwed India up massively. Um, 
so, so, but, but the, 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 the racism, white and black, I get, because it's an obvious, it's an obvious physical difference. And if we discover Africa, white people discovered Africa full of Christian pomposity, again, the Bible, I suppose, full of Christian pomposity and, well, we've got these fancy clothes and we've got these wicked boats and you're here, you know, doing some amazing art and, you know, all that. We are superior to you. You must, you, you, you must be animals. You must be animals. I, I, I can, I get that. I get, why racism, this is going to so ham-fisted, isn't it? I get why racism, racism between black and white is an obvious thing because there is an obvious physical right. difference. But also not to make excuses for it, but just to put it in the right context. Yeah. These are people who'd never been outside their own country, so they'd never seen anyone different like that. So when they see a different way of life, yeah. they immediately... It's like people who'd never leave the town that they were born in. Yeah. They think that the way they've got it is the way it should be, often. And so that that's kind of the context in which it happened. It's no excuse for what happened, but it was the, well, surely we've got the right way. And also we've got a hotline to God because our religion is the right it's one. It's the arrogance of, of it, yeah, our religion is the right one. You're, you're worshipping whatever, you know, people in, in various different African countries are worshipping idols, whatever. Our God is, you know, our white Christian God is is... The right one. But completely forgetting that, that the white Christian God was a derivation of lots of other gods beforehand. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Gosh, we're covering a lot of uh, grounds in, in quite a ham-fisted way, but I'm quite enjoying it. Let's go to Sarah. Good evening, Sarah. Hiya. Hey, Sarah, how you doing? What you got for us? Uh, well, I can do the Ten Commandments. Okay, okay, right. Um, we've got, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not cover thy neighbour's ass, Thou shalt not steal, thou shalt honour thy mother and father, and thou shalt not commit adultery. Are they right so far? They are, but I can do them in order. I was there in order. Now, when you say in order, this might sound like a really dumb question, I don't mean it to be. Is it like priority? Is like number one more no, important than well, number six? I know that the first few deal with like your relationship with God and then the last what the later ones are about your re relationship with other people okay all right I didn't know that go on then so the first one is um love the Lord your God so like only have one God okay that's a, that's a, that's quite an arrogant thing I'm gonna give the I'm gonna give the humans but if you're organizing a religion you want everyone to fall into line yeah, but if you imagine it comes from God right I'm gonna give the humans just ten simple rules to make life better the first one love I'm me. the boss love me love me all right so if honest, you don't it's very like the rule that there is in my house which is do not mess with mommy you will not win uh the rules in my house are love be happy and smile uh <laughs> <laughs> if i walk into a house sarah and i see those on the wall i walk straight back out <laughs> okay so thou shalt love the lord your god number two um don't worship false idols is that not th that's quite similar isn't it yeah, but that's having one God and then not having... So some people interpret that as, like, statues and yeah. things like okay, that. Okay, all right. Okay, yeah, so that's number two. Go on. Um, three is uh, don't take the Lord's name in vain. No, that's not a commandment, is it? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, of course it is. You like, said don't it, blaspheme. Yeah. Um, gosh, that seems... Um, and these are all coming before thou shalt not kill. 
Which, to, to me, would be like... Right, first well, yeah, of all, that's why I don't think there's, like, right, priority. priority but just, you, you still think, first of all, first one, please. stop killing each other. Secondly, please don't just keep calling my name. It gets right on my nerves. <laughs> okay, so that's number three. What's number four? Um, respect the Sabbath and keep it holy. Oh, man, I didn't know. These ones are kind of less popular than... Respect <laughs> the Sabbath. Okay, yeah. Respect the Sabbath. But the ones we t- tend to care about are the ones that affect, you know, other yeah. people. Okay, so, so where's number five, then? So that's uh, on our so mother and father. Number five. Okay, that's a nice one. I like that one, yeah. Um, six is uh, do not murder. Do you, it's, it's murder, is it? Okay. That's number well, six. yeah, it's because um, it's killing other humans. Okay, right. It's, it's like, yeah, do not kill would include, like, animals and cattle and stuff. Yeah. Flies. Okay, flies. I'll give out that. Um, seven is do not commit adultery. Okay, yeah. Eight yeah. is do not steal. Yeah. Um, nine is do not accuse anyone falsely, so don't lie. And ten is the coveting. So the ten is the ass? Well, anyone else's stuff. I learned that as oxen. Yes. Oh, okay. (laughs) So did I. Accuse anyone falsely. Oh, I thought it was... Okay, all right, okay. Well, I don't... Hey, listen. Guys, please call me Go on. For the homosexuality... Yeah. I don't think this is... Because there's other verses that deal with that, but it you could interpret so not committing adultery is having relations with anyone other than your spouse mm. so that's oh. where like premarital sex comes you in you couldn't get married so, to a bloke yeah. back in those days oh if you're a, a bloke ah so it, you're all right Catherine. i apologize so it could be co- interpreted homophobia could be interpreted as coming from the ten commandments you were right mm. golly gosh um but i know leviticus is the one that people fall back on isn't it yeah, well, and um, in the New Testament, St. Paul wasn't happy about that. Sort of <laughs> <laughs> what did St. Paul have to say He's about it? He's quite grumpy about a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah, he didn't like women, didn't like oh. homosexuality, he didn't like a lot of stuff. Oh, God, terrible. Now, Sarah, how do you know this? Are you a, are you a practising Christian, or did you learn this at school and it's kind of stuck with you? Um, well, yeah, but both. Okay. So, uh, I know Ollie, when Ollie phoned in the other day, he said I was religious. Um, but I am bisexual as well, so I'm not anti gay or anything. Oh, like no, that. I don't, I, I, well, here's the thing, right? You don't, as a Christian, you don't have to say it. By the way, I, I'm not anti gay. You don't have to say that because I'm not one of those that goes, bloody Christians. Well, you know, no, I know, but any of your listeners or what have you. Oh, screw those guys. Who cares? Who cares? Listen, here's the thing as I'm getting older. You know what you like and you know what you believe in and and I, I don't have a people think i'm a little bit um anti-christian because of when i got sacked from a job a few years ago because i happened to have an argument with some very very extreme uh hard-nosed christians i'm not anti-christian there are bad christians there are good christians there are bad muslims there are, you know there's there's good and bad everywhere man the basic tenets of i think it's important that you um love the lord your god no i don't but I, you know the, the basic <laughs> idea is just just get on with it just be groovier with everyone that's it that's all religion yeah. is just be groovier with everyone yeah i agree with that all right hey sarah nice one thank you for that cheers cheers my dear that's all there you go oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand okay you so we, we had an injection of sense there everyone <laughs> can we just savor that moment because it's gonna diminish. and that's the thing i don't it, um I feel I feel a bit bad that Sarah felt that she had to justify, you know, I'm a Christian, but I, I'm, I'm bisexual. I like, you know, you shouldn't. Well, she felt I'm not judging her for doing that, but you shouldn't have to. And we are in this kind of era where you've got to kind of say, well, I like this, but 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 I'm not against this. Yeah. You, you know, you just be confident in your thing. So 
we could, it could be argued, you're right, homophobia could be traced back to the Ten Commandments. But what is that about? Now, that is about division of goods, isn't it? Because you want to be able to prove that the children that come from a marriage are directly from that, that father. Because that's where your earthly goods are going to go to. But I bet the guy that wrote these commandments... But he loved a bit of the other. What God? Apparently God wrote them. Well, yeah, apparently he gave them so. directly to Moses. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, of course he did. All right, Moses, we'll we'll believe you. Um, I, I bet some. It, it, I don't it, think it's a modern invention. I think you're right. No, exactly, it's not. Um, but it is all about the division of goods, right? And keep and securing the patriarchy. Yeah. It totally is because otherwise, if people are having it off with all sorts of people, how do you know that your wife is giving is that your goods are being given to your heir rather By than goods, some... do you mean my semen? No. I, God, no. Okay. What I mean is... I misunderstood. If you're a farmer, which is what a lot of people would do, you build up land, that's your that's your fortune, you want to make sure your heir gets them. When you say no DNA tests. When you say my fortune, do you mean my semen? Okay. This is the Late Night Alternative. We are on every weeknight from 10, Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. Tales of mystery and imagination on the radio show that does things differently. Dolly Parton, I listen to a record that they love. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I'm a nutjob, but not that kind of nutjob. On Talk Radio. Honest to God, it's the new Breaking Bad. Online. If your kids said they were gay, you'd... you'd I mean, it's nothing, isn't it? It's not nothing, but it's, it's, it, it, no, I mean, it's nothing. It wouldn't wouldn't diminish our thought about it. No, of course. Isn't it? There'll be people listening. I I would be aware that their life would be more difficult, possibly. That's the only, that would be the only negative thing I would have about it, is being aware that they would, things would be a little bit harder for them. Mm -hmm. In terms of, you know, bigotry and, um, well, in terms of bigotry, primarily. That's the only... Things are changing. Oh, things are changing massively. Although I do wonder, with this whole kind of alt-right thing, yeah. th- 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 it's kind of swinging the other way. Well, it's, it's, it, you know, the, 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 we've seen the misogynism and the racism that is rampant on Twitter, and, and it could be argued is, is, is through several of the main political parties. Homophobia is there, yeah, man. This, this whole rise of the incel and everyone trying to be hyper-masculine. Yeah, I, I do think we are. It, 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 in the early days of a period of of things swinging away from liberalism in its purest sense of it's okay to be black it's okay to be trans it's okay, you know the, swinging away from those freedoms and acceptances that we've, we've we've kind of fought so hard for swinging back the other way where i don't you know i don't quite trust you because I'm hoping well, it's just because those people are shouting the loudest online at the moment. I'm hoping that is a false picture. Well, but I, I, I agree with you. We'll it see. is a worry. We'll see. Let's go to Yana. Good evening, Yana. Oh, hi, Ian Cass. Hello, hi. both of you. Hello, uh, Yana. I'm enjoying your show. Thank Thanks. you very much. Yeah. Uh, so many interesting things you're talking about. Um, one of them uh, you were mentioning about anti-Semitism. Yeah. I'm, I'm a Jew and I converted to Christianity. Oh gosh, that's now that's that happens, but it is n- not too common. What can I ask? Why? Uh, right, because um, being a Jew, it was great. I believed in God, sort of in a very relaxed way. You know, yeah. I didn't go to synagogue. I, I wasn't really a religious Jew, but culturally Jewish, and um, I just felt there was. 
something missing and and I just thought that for me it seemed like a progression from having God as this like you said strict father who you know tells tells you you've been horrible and I'm going to punish you and then coming to realize that that there is another side to it when we as people are grown up we're not children anymore and when we can accept God and his love his unconditional love through Jesus so, so are you suggesting and tell me if I'm putting words in your mouth are you suggesting from your experience in your opinion that the Christian God is a little bit nicer than the Jewish God yeah I, I th- uh, yes, I, uh, that, the simple way because because if, if you look at if you look at what Jesus is saying, um, and he said that you know in the simplest way possible is love God more than anything else, and that can also be translated and it's one of the um, uh, one of the testaments is you know honor thy mother and father and also love thy neighbour you know. Uh, don't do any harm to thy name. You know, basically be a really good human being. But that's what all religion is. That's the, the basic, you boil all religion down. It's just, you just get, be nice to people. But the Torah is, be, is the Old Testament, isn't it? Yeah, and um, you're right. I mean, uh, it all stems, you know, if you look at Hinduism and Buddhism, that they all stem from the same base. You know, uh, Judaism and, and all these old religions have, have that as the base for, 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 for you know, themselves and they sort of split up but I think for a lot of people especially people who suffer and people who have difficulty to be loved unconditionally by a higher being is a comfort you know when when you when you go to AA meetings they they always say you can't solve this yourself you don't have to say God but someone more than human, because yeah. I used to be a humanist. I, I was into philosophy. You've and been all over the shop, Yana. You yeah, t- you well, humans are, are um, amazing. You know, we're, we're like the most amazing beings. But we need more than us because we are finite. And I think as humans, we need something infinite, something higher than us to give us a sense. You're of right. In I, people will know because I talk about it all the time. I go to NA and twelve uh, uh, step meetings, and you have a you you talk about a higher power. Power now AA is if you go right back to Bill W who started it. Uh, he was a Christian, and it is the, the early days of AA. It, it was a Christian kind of thing, and even now in the literature, you talk about God, and it's with a capital G. And I think they should get rid of the capital G and make it a smaller G, and uh, and all of that. But you talk about a higher power, and it isn't this old dude sat on a cloud. It can be for me. It's like you know, it's nature, and it's trees, and it's my kids laughing, and it's stuff like that. Yes, yeah. the hope. universe. You hope, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, what did you say, Cal? Hope. A lot of people hope. feel. Yes, yes, and and. Some people, it makes it easier to uh, basically hang it on something because otherwise you could be all over the shop. So, mm-hmm. so people hang it on whatever belief system they choose. I don't, I don't condone other beliefs. I'm just saying that, you know, spirituality is very different and faith is very different to religion. Religion is, you know, cons- conscripted rules and regulations you have to do this and have to and that can be an empty ritual without any uh spirituality at all so i just think it helps people in this world and in this life to to have something that they they can go to in a time of need you know but that wasn't actually what i found about all right (laughs) how's everything going how's the little one 
She's good. She, she's good. Thank you. Yeah, she's um, uh, she's doing really well, and I think we're going to start communication now. No. You know, with pictures. You know, R- touching oh, pictures. So. Really? Yeah, yeah. She's she's getting there. The the um. Oh, fantastic. Uh, yeah. The speech therapist said she's developing, so that's great. Oh, thank that's you. exciting. Thank no, you thank you for letting us know, and and we'll keep our fingers crossed. Lovely. Thank lovely. you, Yana. Nice to talk to you. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Um, that's exciting, isn't it? Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. But then why are some Christians and some Muslims, uh, it's not, you know, you know, if you go to some countries, you get chucked off a roof for being a gay. Why are they so violently anti-gay? Why is it such, is it like, is it the equivalent to, to these extremists, is it like I'm going to say horrible? Is it like you know pissing on a picture of God or something? Is it that offensive to them that a bloke wants to go and have it off with another bloke, or a woman wants to go and have it off with another woman? I don't get where the the actual. I think fear is involved, but you know the real homophobia, a fear that it upsets the balance of this very carefully constructed power system they've set up. I get why some people might be disgusted by the act. I get that. I get, you know, willies and... but I, I, I get why some people might be disgusted by it. I think they're wrong to they're be. They're not being asked to join in. No, 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 exactly. I, I, exactly. But, but, but I can understand why some people... You know, you've met people who are, don't even like talking about bums and yeah. things. You know, and, and, and the thought of, of, of people having sex in that way. Mm-hmm. I, I, I get why some people would be disgusted by that. Okay, and that's fine. I'm disgusted by some things, but I just, I can't think what they are actually, but I'm sure it must be. But I would just avoid those things. I wouldn't go around with placards saying... I mean, nobody else should do that. Yeah, yeah. I, I just wonder where this violent, it must be such an aberration towards their God. I think it comes down to conformity the need for conformity you reckon yeah go on tell me why because i don't quite get that that same thing we were talking about about making sure that your power stays within a direct line yeah so everyone does the same thing everyone gets married everyone has children everyone knows who's their children are everyone knows who's getting what if someone starts doing something different well then well then why why is this person towing the line when they're not happy? Yeah. Why is that person towing the line when they don't feel quite right either? It's a threat. It's a threat to the conformity necessary to keep people in line. It's so weird, isn't it? It's so... Uh, and that's nothing to do with spirituality. That's no, to do with power. You know, and also, you know, when, when gay marriage became a thing, when it became legal, and we... I mean, when was, when was gay marriage legal? Seven years ago? gonna say gonna say well the civil partnerships came first yeah didn't they? we were certainly i think we were at the bbc when it i was at the bbc with you when it, i'm gonna say seven years google it see if yeah, i'm right because elton and david were the first ones um, weren't they among the first ones uh they were the first gays ever um <laughs> uh, uh, and people were so angry and still angry that the, the argument you'd get when you do a phone in about it was well it, it demeans the, the meaning of marriage, and it, it, it demeans my marriage. And if you're arguing that from a religious point of view, when it's like love, religion's about love, you're arguing against love. And listen, I know most of you listening to this, most of you listening to this are going, well, yeah, of course, obviously, because this is quite a liberal, you know, left of centre show where we've got quite a, you know, we've got an intelligent group of, group of listeners. Go on. First civil partnerships only came in 2005. Yeah. In the UK. Oh yeah, I knew that. Right. Marri- gay marriage though. So gay marriage. I'm saying seven years ago, I'm saying 2012. 
gay marriage or as people say marriage for everyone let's have a look gay marriage history uk that's 2012 I bet, although it's not the same across the whole uk is it 2012 2012 please please 2013 okay came into force on 2014 okay there you go let's go to jackie good evening jackie good evening good evening um, Good evening. Uh, listen, gay icons, men, male gay icons. Go on, uh, yes. Yeah, you were saying before. I think two, this thing to mind, Freddie Mercury. Oh, yeah. Yes! Of and course! One, yeah, Freddie, I was sort of Googling of just then while I was listening. Yeah. And another one who I read years ago and followed her for a while because I quite liked her, Dusty Springfield. Yeah, but that... But that, I was about to qualify it with something. Yes, and of course she was um, certainly bisexual, possibly gay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and had to li- live it all in secret. Yeah. Yeah, very, very secret, wasn't she? But there you go, too. My mum would always say about Dusty, oh, she's a, she's a slut. And she, no, but she would say it in the, the traditional sense of the slut, the term slut, in that she'd read a story once years ago that she would sleep with her eye makeup on oh, right, so and, and didn't scrubby. take her eye she makeup off. She's, got, oh, she's <laughs> such a slut. I said, what do you mean? <laughs> well, she never takes her eye makeup. She never takes her eye makeup off. Yeah. So, um, that, yeah. Put me in the slut box. Yeah. <laughs> Put me in the slut box, please. <laughs> there Freddie Mercury, of course. Yeah. Of yeah. course. Here's that another one, cool. Harvey Milk. Yeah, I, I, is he an icon? Yeah, absolutely. He's like the father okay. of, of, of mm. it all. You were asking earlier on about the rainbow flag. He's the one that commissioned oh, it. of course, of course. San uh, Francisco, 1970s. There you go. Oh, he commissioned it, did mm-hmm. he? Sean, so, Sean Penn commissioned it. Uh, Sean Penn, Sean Penn. Not so much. Sean Penn. Um, all right, Jackie, anything else? Okay. Thank you very much. Excellent. I like it. Let's squeeze in one more before we go to the news. Good evening, Ren. Hello. How are you doing? Yeah, good, thanks. What you got for us, Ren? <coughs> right. Carrying on from last night's um, talk about chakras that we had a little chat about with yoga. Oh, yeah. I want to talk about female ejaculation. Okay. And it's a shocking crime what's happened in society over the last couple of thousand years. You know, this is a natural thing that women can do. Yeah. And it's been ridiculed and it's been shamed and it's been pretty much shoved underground and it's making a resurgence. Bring it to the surface, baby. Well, I'm trying to fountain, I must admit. But, um, it, you know, it does worry me because anecdotally you do hear women saying, this happened to me, I think I pissed on a man. Yes. I don't want to do it again. And then something inside of themselves mm-hmm. shuts that's, down. That's how you do it. What do you mean, shut down? No, I'm talking about that's how you do it, something inside them. Carry on. Something almost like on a, a psychic level shuts them down. Oh. <clears throat> not, not, all, not all of them who experience... Um, no, but shame will do that. Yeah, yeah, shame will do that, but not all of them. Some of them go, oh, what was that? My God. And if they've got a decent partner, they'll talk that's about a, it and they'll go... No. Yes. Well, yes, I agree. I agree yes. completely. But in my instance, when I was 17 years old, key, Kegel muscles like, you know, Adela... And it happened to me, and, and my partner said to me, no, no, that's not we, that's not we. Yeah. And I, I was like, oh, but it still didn't matter, it still shut it down. So I don't understand what all that's about. Well, I that, mean, was, it's that some... was you shutting it down. If your partner was not Oh, no, he was you, fine. Yeah. No, no, he didn't do it. Yeah. But I was like, what the hell? Nobody has told me or informed me that liquid comes out of my nether regions, which yeah. isn't we. Okay. How, how does that work? Um, I've had two partners that, uh, do that. 
uh, my, uh, my first one was the, was the girl I lost my virginity to, so I thought every woman did that naturally and was surprised when they didn't. Um, oh, okay. And then I had another partner a while ago who, um, uh, squirted and had never done it before, and we had a good old laugh about it and a good old talk about it, and we set out to try and do it some more. And did it happen again? Yeah, we, oh, yes. <laughs> I know where to go. Excellent. I, uh... The, I'm trying to, as, as a sex-positive educator, try and bring this forward, that women can... Because, you know, you do hear the odd story, and it is only the odd story yes. of women who have exp who said, oh, well, I am a squirter, so done the old, pre you know, due diligence thing, warned the guy, they've squirted, and then, and in one instance, that woman was removed from that hotel room, huh? driven back to a plane, the train station, and then put on the train. And, and what internalised shame is she taking in her about that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what internalised shame she's taking. Well, you've 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 certainly helped tonight, Ren. There'll be women all over the country. Just um, sign up for workshops. There we go. Thank you very much, uh, Ren. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, we got June. And we got others coming in. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I've just seen a face, I can't forget the time or place when we first met, she's just a girl for me. I want all the world to see we've met. Die, 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 die. Had it been another day, I could have looked the other way, and I'd have never been aware. But as it is, I'll dream of her tonight. Die, 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 die. Falling, yes, I'm falling, and she keeps calling me back again. Phone in about anything you want, as you've heard. It's been, um, we kind of sort of had a theme there ish. for a bit, ish, which is unusual for us. But you can phone in with absolutely anything, uh, you want. 0344 499 uh, 1000 is the telephone number. Let's go to June. Good evening, June. Hi, Ian. Hi, Cara. Hey, How are you two? Okay. I'm good. I've got an itchy ear. I'm really tired, actually. And I've got really busy three days coming up, like busy, busy, busy. But, um, oh. I'm all right. I'm good. Thank you, June. What have you got for us tonight? Oh, I wanted to know if you've got your kittens. 
I got two names for them that oh. I couldn't get. I, hopefully, I've got, right, so, um, I spoke to the woman who's fostering the little boy and the little girl, yeah. brother and sister, and, uh, someone is, hopefully at some point from the RSPCA is gonna come to my house and check out that it's cat safe. Right. Uh, and there's going to be a problem because there's a train line literally at the end of my garden. And when the, I got the last girls, the woman who was in charge of it didn't want to give them to me. She, she uh. said, I really don't want to give you these. And it got a little bit tense. Um, but hopefully I will pass that test. And hopefully this time next week, I'm going to have a grand total of five. Count them five Ooh, cats. Stinky, five. stinky house. No, Percy and Prudence. I'm not, you, I'm not gonna shout out in the back garden for me, Percy. <laughs> oh, we got a dog called Percy. No, no, I don't want to know about <laughs> your Percy, and no one wants to know about okay. my... Prudence I like, Prudence I like, but I, I, it, it's the best I got so far, cause I, all I've got so far are Brian and Steph. So, oh, Prudence right. I like, dear Prudence, but, yeah, but I'm not having a Percy. It. Oh, oh, Percy, oh, Percy, oh, Percy, oh, Percy Sugden. Percy Pig, we call it. Pussy, did you say? No, Percy. Percy Pig. Sorry? Percy Pig. Percy Pig? What? No, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not calling it Percy. It's a cat, love. It's a cat, June. Yeah, I know. Mine's a dog. I've got a young man that wants to say a few words to you. Bring him on. That's okay. Bring okay. him on. Here he is. Hello. Hey, man. How you doing? Okay. Tell, remind the listener your name, please, sir. Dylan. Dylan. Do you know of the singer Bob Dylan? No. He's rubbish. I bet you can sing better than him. Um, what have you been up to today? Were you at work today? Well, I just wanted to tell you, um, to look out for an envelope. Uh, are, are you sending me money? No, it's something else. Oh, Dylan, I'm very, very, I'm très excited, as they say uh, in French. Fantastic. Is the envelope for me and Catherine, or is it just for me? Um, well, I believe it's for both of them. Oh, yes. nuts. Hooray. Hey, nice one, Dylan. Thank you. That is very, very kind. When we get it, I shall uh, make a big announcement on the air and we will open it live on air. If it turns out it's anthrax, I will have to turn you into the authorities, okay? It's badges. Badges! Yay! Everyone loves badges. Oh, thank you, mate. That's very, very kind. Did you, ah, because you've got a badge making kit. Did you make them? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love. Here's the thing. Well, me and Catherine, we're getting some badges professionally made, but there is nothing better than a homemade badge. I absolutely love it because it takes a bit of work and a little bit of care. Hey, nice one, Dylan. Well, when we uh, when we get them, we'll open it up on air and we shall give you a big shout out. Thank you. Okay. And by the way, it has your name on. Oh, nice. What, what on the envelope or the badge? On the envelope. Good. Well, that will that will make it. E that that means we'll know it's for us. Otherwise, we'll be opening up um, uh, Matthew Wright's mail, and we don't want to be doing that. Not after last time. Um, <laughs> how's life going, Dylan? Everything good? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, you, are you are you married yet? No. No. You got you got a job yet? You, you are you still looking for work? I do not have a job. Okay. Well, if anyone wants, to, how old are you, Dylan? Remind me, please. Almost eleven. Almost. If anybody is looking for someone almost eleven who can work hard, can climb up chimneys, can uh, build walls, can drive tanks, uh, then please give us a call and we will put you in touch <laughs> with Dylan, who's almost eleven. Hey, Dylan, always a pleasure to talk to you, mate. Thank you. Thanks. Cheers. Bye bye. What a nice young man. I like Dylan. I like Dylan more than I like any of the other listeners. 
more than I like Ollie. Good evening, Ollie. Hello. Hello, Hello. Ollie. Ollie has got me hooked on oh. heroin. Um, <laughs> he, he gave me some heroin for free, and I was reluctant, and he insisted I take it, and now I'm addicted. So he's phoned up to um, sell me some overpriced, badly cut H. What you got, Ollie, and how much you charge? I'm joking. He's got me addicted to this game on the Switch that you saw me playing called Baba Is You. Yes. Right? And it's a puzzle game. It looks a little bit like a sort of old C64 game. It's a puzzle game. And the first first few levels, right, mm. I, f I flew through them. Yeah. Then you get to sort of levels 8, 9, 10, and it's like, oh, okay. Ah! Okay. So then you see it, and then you do it. And now I'm, I'm absolutely screwed. And then the swearing started. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> there's, uh, there's two. I've had to abandon too, because I just can't see it. I just yeah. cannot see I'm not very good at puzzle games anyway, so I'm surprised I actually got this far in it. But Is there um, a lot of facility where you can blast his head off? You're good at those. No, I am good at those. I am good at those. I, 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 I'd never won at Call of Duty before. I won two rounds of it today against David Babcock, the ghost man. Oh um, incredible. Incre one of them, I beat him 6-0. So, uh, thank you for uh, Baba Is You, Ollie. Anytime. It's, uh, it's hurt me as well. I've it's got painful, like 20 isn't it? stages I can't do. But yeah, then, because here's the thing. Back in the day, I'd have just gone on YouTube and I'd have had a little look, yeah. but I don't want to do that. Have you done, have you done any cheating yet? No, it feels like defeat. I don't know if it's, uh, a bad personality trait. I should just give in and look, look. Because it might help with other stuff as well. You might find a little um, hint, and then you'll go, oh, that uh, works with all the other ones as I well. I just want to work it out. I just yeah. want to work it out. I did um, totally. a job today for four extra, and it was, it's a job I've done before, and it's a job I can do in 40 minutes. They booked two hours for me to do it without me knowing, and then I was supposed to interview a guest after two hours. And normally, I, in the past, I've done the whole thing I've had to do and the interview, 45 minutes, bish, bash, bosh, I'm done. So I went in, and I did what I had to do, and we started at three, the interview was going to be at five, by 3.40 I was finished. And the producer said, oh, um, well, we've got an hour and 20 minutes. What do you want to do? And I said, oh, I'm going to go back to my car and pay my, and extend my parking for an hour and, tw uh, hour and 10 minutes by the time I got back. She went, oh, okay. Well, you're welcome to come back here. And I said, no, I'll go back to my car and extend my parking. Of course, I went back to the car and I was just playing this Baba is You <laughs> game for, for, for an hour. It was ridiculous. It is, it is like, um, it is like a, you know, you've sold me a little bit of brown. I'm back on the, I'm back on the bad stuff, man. Yeah. It's good. It's good stuff. <laughs> it's good stuff. Come on, what you got for us tonight? Uh, well, sadly, I remembered that, uh, Dale Winton is dead. And then, then I thought... Smirking. Why are you laughing? Then, <laughs> well, then I laughing. thought... Hang on a second, Catherine. Wait, it's uh, terrible, is, isn't it? He's laughing because Dale Winton's dead? Poor Dale. Wow, okay, Muffin, carry on. I've called it, so I can't. Then I thought, then I thought, well, that's the, the gay icon you've been <laughs> looking for. The male gay icon. These are not the gay icons you're looking for. <laughs> we're not just naming people who are gay. We're not naming. But, we're not just naming gay men, and we're not just naming dead gay men. Surely he's a he's an icon. Supermarket, wherever it's what, called. You put, you put him right there next to <laughs> Freddie Mercury, would you? Well, no, no, but you can have more than one. Freddie Mercury's there. Yeah. <laughs> but that one I. Why is he this nice? about Freddie now? I don't. Jeez. <laughs> But don't you think? 
I don't think Dale Winton, uh, a, a man think... I've met and worked with, I don't yeah. think he's a gay icon. What? He was like all the cool camp TV shows. He was, like, he was on all the camp TV the shows. Holding the wall. Oh, so now you're uh, holding the wall. How dare you? How dare you? He didn't need to do that to to are meet you, partners. Are you? Are you? Are you? Are you talking about glory holes? Exactly. <laughs> I really, I really wanted to come on here and. Can you imagine him going say, in there and going, "Bring on the wall"? <laughs> <laughs> You really wanted to come on here and, and do generalisations about gay men and glory holes? No, oh, I wow. wanted to say this how is, great Del Winter was. This is your word. Oh, he's trying to walk it back now. Yeah, he's he walking it back. Here we go. Go on then, walk it hey, back. You, you said there was no male gay icons and I bought you one. Well, I'll give you one. <laughs> come on then. Not now, I haven't got time. No, oh. um, uh, Liberace. No, Liberace. certainly not. Liberace, yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. He famously sued oh. for someone yeah. suggesting he was gay. You've got to be out and proud. No, 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 no. Uh, no, you don't. Yeah. No, but Cher's not out and proud. She is completely yeah. outspoken about She's it. She's outspoken. He sued, right, Liberace sued the Daily Mail, or maybe it was the Express. I think, I think it, was it was the, the Mail. It was wasn't it? It was in Britain in 1952 because they hinted he they was gay. Him, yeah. And uh, it, it, that would have been the end of his career. That would have been the end of his career. Now, his big mistake was, the big, the, the, the big twist of it was, he won the court case to, for libel or defamation or whatever it was, but that then meant that he could never come out as gay because then the paper which paper was it mirror oh, the mirror yeah. the paper could then go aha well you owe us for uh all, for all of that plus interest it would have bankrupted him he was put in a terrible terrible position but there was no one watching liberace <gasps> you're kidding who did not think you are kidding yourself he was gay you are kidding yourself. i am not his market middle-aged women just thought he was a little bit whoopsie yeah. and they didn't think he was gay at all no 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 well, well, they well, didn't. okay well then you, you, okay well then you definitely can't have dale winton because he wasn't same, out exactly saying the women thought he was a little bit whoopsie uh, exactly. stop saying didn't a little bit do, whoopsie didn't you do that marriage to somebody that TV it was show, on TV, though, wasn't it? I feel. Yeah, that was. It wasn't Melinda Messenger, was it? It was someone yeah, like that. Something was, like it was, that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it was some silly. Uh, it was like a tongue-in-cheek thing, wasn't it? I don't it think was now. In any cheeks. Sorry. Do you think though it's hard of men because they can't come out because of the hate? Because like people thought uh, Freddie Mercury was straight, weren't they? Some. some yeah. Well, he thought he was and, for a while. Yeah. Oh no, but so when he died, there were loads of people that, my god, what, he was gay? Yeah. Yeah. He's got AIDS, he's gay? Are you saying now, is it harder for men to come out than women? Well, I think like in the, at least like 90s, 80s. Well, I think even now, because there's still something, you know, you, you will get stories about in the paper, about, you know, glamorous women snogging and Miley Cyrus is yeah. snogging and it's glamorous oh. and it's sexy and it's horny. And, but you don't get any stories about men snogging. You know, you don't get a story, this guy, you know, me, you, I've snogged any men for, for a long time, but you don't get any stories about this guy recently divorced a woman and now he's out snogging yeah. a man and it's sexy and here's some sexy pictures. But Miley Cyrus splits up with a bloke and snogs a woman. Oh, it's horny and oh, it's sexy. Oh, but you know that that is the form of lesbianism that is uh, yeah. acceptable because it's all men perving on them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like sexualizing of women. Because, like, you know the... This is going back, but you know the... Uh, all the things he said women. What's it, tattoo? <laughs> all the oh, things yeah. he said women. Tattoo, yes, I do, yes, yeah. yes. Well, one of them's like a homophobe. Yeah. 
One of them is like although, completely. Although they are from Russia, where it is. Yeah. Really, really, really. But they're snogging in the video, aren't they? They were snogging yeah. in the video, I think. Yeah. What was their follow-up single? Because their follow-up single was better. Really? If you can't name it, then it's not better than all the things she said. Well, all the oh, hang on a minute. You can't. Because you can't name a song, <laughs> it doesn't mean it's not good. Yeah, it's not I can't remember the name of that song. There was that Beatles song that goes na 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 na. That's a great song. You can't, could name that. Come on. Can't remember the name of it. <laughs> can't remember the name of it. So it must be but a terrible song. Good, Shut up, Ollie. Long and winding road, is it? Or things like that. Am I still here? Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, Ollie. Hang on a second. Stay there. Say hello to our good. Fr- say hello to my little friend, Lovinia. Hello. Hey, hey, a oh. good looking, what you got cooking? Hey, hey, hearty. No, it wasn't that, it was, they're not gonna get us, they're not gonna get us. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, then you talk, to, uh, talk to, uh, talk to, Ollie. Well, what uh, I'd like to talk about, oh, hi, my lovely, how are you? I'm alright, how are you? Uh, fine, you thank you. Do you icons? Yes, yes, oh, I do actually. Yes, a male, and he's absolutely he was a actually one of them. Stop talking at the same time, Ollie. You've said something. Let the lady speak. Just okay. thank it's you. just simple manners, Ollie. Uh, thank you, my lovely. From you. Thank you. Um, uh, yeah. uh, there is one that always uh, sticks in my mind all the time. He's uh, her name is uh, Quinton. Uh, Tarantino. Crisp. Quentin, Quentin Crisp. Crisp. Quentin Crisp, yep. Yeah. And he, and he, uh, there was a film uh, many years ago. The Naked Civil uh, Servant, uh, sorry, called, John Hurt. Exactly, exactly, The Naked Servant. I phoned up Quentin Crisp while I was very high on ecstasy once. Re- uh, really, can I tell you something about him? Yeah, of course. Uh, my, uh, it's a true story. Because I met him, you know, I actually... I met him at a bus stop, and it was absolutely funny, because uh, we just hit it off. And at the time, I was about 18, and he was so smartly dressed. I mean, he he actually uh, looked fantastic. Well, here's the he thing. Was, Every girl's crazy about a smartly dressed man. But he was, honestly. He was so lovely. Anyway, gave you we got coat. on this bus. We got on the bus. He gave you his coat. Uh, to Foxhall, yep. yeah, Gave you his and at the time I was uh, going uh, 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 for a, uh, a job interview, yep. yeah. He gave you his coat, yeah. And uh, what happened, uh, 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 when coat. we went down the subway uh, 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 to get across the other side of the road, yeah, coat, yeah, he uh, said to me, uh, 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 wait there, yeah. and I said, why? He uh, uh, says to me, I want to do something. And I'm oh my God, what's he going to do? Because oh. I, you know, I thought, what is he going to do? Actually take his trousers off or, yeah. you know. Losing his trousers. Do something outrageous. Yeah. You know, I just, but what his is he going to do? Coat, yeah. And he said, no. He said, wait there. Yeah. And I, and I was down this subway, honestly, you know, this happened, right? Yes. And all so of a sudden, you know what he done? Gave you his he coat. actually, no, he, uh, uh, took his jumper off, oh. this, uh, beautiful, uh, cashmere, a purple yeah, jumper. Yes. And he, and he, uh, uh, presented it to me, oh. and I thought, oh my god, I said, I can't, uh, take your beautiful jumper off you, you know, you've got no, you know, you've got nothing on, you know, like a shirt or anything. Did he have he a vest no, on? no, no, he didn't have anything he, on. He this he is hits. what I'm saying, yeah, okay. my lovely. Alright, my darling. Uh, 
And I thought, oh my the God, next but Mrs. Lee. And all I'm going to say is that I will never, ever, ever forget that. And also, Ian, yes? uh, uh, can I just tell you something? I don't know if you know this. He uh, uh, wrote gay. a book. He wrote a book yes? uh, called uh, uh, Manners. Make it the money. From heaven. Okay. Yeah. And also, every time I meet a gay a guy... Again. I don't know why this is, <laughs> all right. But they take their jumpers <laughs> off and give them to you in subways. Yeah, that as well. Yep. That as well. But I don't know why this is, Ian. Every time I meet any gay guy, yep. I don't even have to know his uh, name. I could just meet him at a bus stop or yep. meet him up the road. A lot or of gays at bus stop. That's why I, I get taxis. Listen <laughs> to this, Ian, right? Yes. I, I don't know why this happens all the time. Yes. I, int- I don't know why this is. Yes. But I absolutely... Absolutely, uh, uh, gel with, uh, gay guys. I, you know, uh, I Mr. think Mr. Uh, to hit so it off, uh, better with gay guys, uh, uh, than I do with, uh, uh, what is it? Um, straight, straight guys. Straight guys. Yes. <laughs> yes. And uh, uh, do you know Stegan. why I think this is? Yeah. Because, um, because, uh, you're a gay guy? No, no. You know what I mean? I am tall, and I have to say this, Liam. Lord, I am tall, just like gays. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's only small men that say like to me. Ollie, Ollie's a tiny man. Uh, when they come up to my back, <laughs> five foot two. You know, when they standing next to me, Ollie, okay. and you know, they say to me, "Car, you're tall. Uh, you're very tall yep. uh, for a woman." So uh, they hear me talk as well. Yes. You know, because I have a husky you voice, as you can hear. Yes, no. Oh, we we always talk, Lavinia. Bloody hell. But, yeah, and yeah. Uh, they say to me, "Oh." Are you a man? Sorry, oh, Ollie. I'll oh, think to myself, oh my God, how can I look like a man? It's the beard. But I always get that, Ian. I yeah. don't know why. Yeah. Well, but the oh, funny thing is, I always get on with gay people. It's better than getting off oh. with them, unless you want to get off with them, in which case, do that as well. Lavinia, thank you for your call. Ollie, you made that happen. Oh, I'm back. And now you're gone. Oh. This is Talk Radio. It's electric, it's eclectic, it's always rule-free. It's the late-night alternative with that man, Ian Lee. <laughs> on Talk Radio. Breathe for a second, we've got an empty switchboard for the first time this evening. Incredible, that's the late-night alternative. I'm Ian Lee, who are you? Catherine Boyle. Podcasts are plenty, guys. We have a best of podcasts that we do for this show on Acast, iTunes, your usual Here's the thing, there's no point even saying that. It, they kind of originate on Acast. But nowadays a podcast is available pretty much everywhere. Just whatever you're, yeah, whatever you're using to get your podcast, it's pretty much there. So we do one every day, sometimes two if we have a guest or something. Paul Danan next week, gonna get him reading bits out of the transcript books. So we've got that. There's also, you, you know we talk about these live shows that Kath and I are doing. We're doing one in, in, in Brighton this Saturday. It's sold out. Uh, but follow us on Twitter, because we may get, you know, a few people might not be able to turn up. It's always about 12 yeah. that can't come. This is quite a small venue, 60. And we play venues sometimes, not massive, maybe 150. It's always about 12 that don't come for whatever reason. However big the venue, it's always about 12. It's the weirdest, weirdest thing. But, uh, and sometimes people just don't turn up. And sometimes people on the day will say, I can't make it. Here's a ticket for vase value. You might get it for free. So follow me and Kath 
uh, on Twitter. Should be a good, always good in Brighton. This is the last show we're doing at this venue in Brighton. So we're going to go slightly bigger, not much bigger, but slightly bigger. Um, Jake Shellingford from My Life Story is going to be there. He's invited us out for um, dinner before. We can never quite do it, but I will certainly um, have a chat with him. Saffron might be coming as well from Republica. I need to text her. See if she's coming along. So celebrity, it'll be like um, an audience with Freddie Starr. That's what it'll be like. And they'll cut to uh, cut away to... That means we'll have two people in the audience. Were my life story on top of the pops? I want to say possibly. But we'll have two, they were certainly on the, the White Room, which was the Channel 4 equivalent hosted by Mark Radcliffe. Um, we might have two people in an audience of 20 that have been on the pops. Wow. That's something, isn't it? Yeah. That's something. Um, so that's Saturday. Uh, so basically the podcast that we put out, the rabbit hole, different, separate from the radio show, but the rabbit hole, um, is the recording of the live shows that we do as we go around the country. So we've got Brighton this Saturday. We've got, um, London in December. That's almost sold out, man. December the 14th, lunchtime show. That has almost sold out. Uh, we've got Cardiff next year in March. Tickets selling quite slowly. Please, could you hurry up and buy some more? Birmingham is selling quite well. Glasgow is selling quite well. Haven't checked Manchester for a while. And I just today got sent the link for Bath in May. So I'll put that up um, on ianlee.com slash event. ianlee.com slash event. That's the place to go. And then next year we'll do another one in London. We'll do one in Luton as well. I've got chased up. So there's a few shows. Um, and also on that website, we are going the, the, the singles that we record. Let's do the business. Get the business out of the way and we'll go back to, to dicking around. Catherine and I recorded a seven inch single. Yeah, we've got it. We've got it now. We were hoping to get them out this week. We haven't been able to because um, you know, life. Admin. 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 AKA kids and cats. Mm. Uh, so the plan is either Monday or Tuesday, Kathy's going to come round the envelopes are all addressed, apart from six, where I've not got their address, but the envelopes are addressed. Got the singles. We're going to um, write and laminate the platinum, and I have to say, for legal reasons, grey membership cards, and then we're going to put them in the post. I'm hoping they'll be in the post Tuesday or Wednesday. Certainly the majority of them, so apologies for that. If you're coming on Wednesday, you can buy a single. Then, hopefully next week, on my website, we're going to have actual, proper merch. We've already got the t-shirts and the mugs and the totes, but we're going to have the single for sale, we're going to have rabbit hole pins for sale, and we're going to have signed posters for sale as well. So ianlee.com is the place to be. Catherine, oh, are you going to say something? For all your Christmas needs. All your Christmas needs, yes! I've got no idea what to get my youngest. Not a clue. Not a clue. Eldest, I've got him a couple of quite nice and quite expensive um, gaming things. I've got him a really nice set of headphones. Cause he's really into his gaming. Mm-hmm. He's loving his Fortnite. He's really good at Fortnite. I get so much pleasure watching him play Fortnite. It's like watching, it's what I imagine people who watch, like watching skilled footballers get. I get it from watch, sat there watching him play Fortnite. I love it. He's so good at it. So I bought him a nice headset and I bought him, um, you can get these, Xbox controllers that are kind of like customised for you and they have buttons on the back and they're really not, you can choose the design and the sticks can be slightly different lengths. So I've got him that, those. So those are his presents from me. I'll obviously get stuff from his mum and his grandma. I'll get him like a, a couple of books and a fortnight cat and some small stuff. But those are his presents. Youngest, I haven't got a clue. And I say to him, well, what do you want for Christmas? I don't know. I don't, I've never heard that from a child. I don't know. 
My eldest often does that. My youngest wants everything. Um... I'm not asking necessarily for suggestions no, from you, No, no, it's a matter of, like, just listening out and taking some inspiration from the smallest thing they say, isn't it? Well, I mean, he's into Roblox still. I suppose we've got another year of Roblox before he kind of grows out of that. He's not into Xbox so much, he's into Switch. But, I'd, um, so I'll have to buy him a game to kind of equal it out with the other ones getting gamey kind of stuff. Yeah. I just, I just don't know, um, what to get. I'm very simple this year. Two things I want. I want, um... I love, and the boys get it for me, those calendars you can get where each month is a different picture yeah. that you choose. I love those. I love those. I do those for the grandparents. They're great. Mm. Great. So I want that. Although, at what age do you stop doing them? Because I'm imagining we'll still be doing when the kids are 18, like 25. Oh, when they're in their 30s. <laughs> I love it. And my babies. And I also want a onesie. Gosh, okay. I, yeah, yeah. I'd like a onesie. It's a definite choice. What kind... Are you thinking of plane or character? Are you going to be? Oh, like Scooby Doo or something, you know, something or a Dennis, the, the Dennis from Dennis and the Pals, although the, those ones don't fit me. So you know, some, so, yeah, something that I can put on at home when the boys put their onesies on. I like to be nice and warm. I don't give a stuff what I look like. I don't give a stuff. I want to be sat at home watching the telly, watching them play Fortnite, watching a movie. We're all in our onesies, bishy bashy boshy, done. That's it. That'll yeah. do me. As a jumpsuit wearer. There are practicalities. Oh, sorry. And um, some tenor men for my urine leakage. <laughs> urine say, yeah. leakage. What they need to do with um, onesies for men, and for kids actually, is do the flaps. Remember in the um, in the kids' cartoons you used to get where the old man, the old man or the baby, right? Yeah. Yep. Would have a little flap so they could go to the toilet. Yeah. At the, at the they could poke the bum out and go to the toilet. Yeah. Why don't they do those? They should. Stick a tail on it if you want to make it decorative, but be practical. Oh, look, Card we're talking about the rabbit hole, and Cardiff has just tweeted um, that we're, we're going there, but I can't, I can't see the thing. Um, so that's, that's sort of what you, what, what is Christmas for you this year? What is Christmas? Uh, what, present-wise? No, in terms of doings. Oh, we'll go to my mum's. Your mum is just around the corner, isn't Yeah, it? because, you know, my father-in-law's on his own these days, so he tends to go to one of my, either my brother-in-law right. or sister-in-law. They've not got big enough places to have everyone. Yeah. So what tends to happen is that we will um, see him at some point during the day, or maybe we see him Boxing Day, but the rest of the time we're at my mum and dad. I think I'm at my sister's, I know, I'm pro- I am at my sister's again. We had Last year the boys were Christmas at their mum's, and this year it was going to be my turn to have them Christmas Day, and, and I thought really long and hard about it, and I thought... And I, I said, and this is what's happening. Uh, it makes me quite sad thing about this. She'll give them a better Christmas day if they're there. They'll have better food. They'll have more family there. Uh, they will have a better traditional Christmas day if they spend Christmas day at their mum's. And it really upset me. And it's totally my thing. It wasn't, there was no coercion. It was, it was me that thought about it and, and thought, actually, that is the right thing to do. And it's for Christmas Day away from your kids is lousy. I had a great Christmas last year. It was at my sister's, but it was, it wasn't really, it didn't really feel like Christmas, you know, because mm. I was away from my kids. But it's, it, it's totally the right thing to do. And they're going to have a wicked time. And then I'm getting them Boxing Day. And I'll have them two or three nights. I think Boxing Day is Thursday or Friday. I can't quite remember. 23rd, 24th, 25th. Yeah, Boxing Day is the Thursday. So, um, so I'll have them Boxing Day for two or three nights and we'll have, and the boys love it because they get like two or three Christmases. They get Christmas with their mum, then Christmas with their nan, and then they get Christmas with me. So they have a, they have an absolutely, um, wicked time. And I've taken those two weeks off 
work. Good. I never take two weeks off. We're doing New Year's Eve. We're coming in on Tuesday the 31st December. We're doing New Year's Eve. So we're off those two weeks, but we are doing a New Year's Eve show for, um, people who don't like New Year's Eve shows. It's a New Year's Eve party for those that do not like New Year's Eve parties. It's, it's, well, it's the fourth year? Mm-hmm. So I guess one could argue it's a tradition. It's a new year. We've, we've, we've become a tradition for some people. That's lovely. So that's, um, what's going there? 0344 499 1000. Uh, that is the end of the business. Catherine Boyle, what have you brought to the party this evening, sir? Sad news. Oi. From the Daily Mirror. Britain's worst Elvis Presley impersonator has been banned from taking part in a tribute act competition. Simon Goldsmith, 46, was told he was too comical for the annual King Ooh. Crown Elvis contest and will be laughed off stage. Oh, no, no, no. The postman, who raises money for charity by performing in his white sequin suit, insists he's been treated unfairly. Of course he has. Simon said, I might look a bit rubbish, but I can sing and I put on a really good show. This is, this is Presley prejudice. Yeah. Preslegist this D. I just want to do something different and to be fun. You see a lot of Elvis tributes who just go through all his tracks, but I do something different. <laughs> When I saw the quality of some of the acts are going, I thought, I could have done that. Simon, who admits he probably is Britain's worst Elvis tribute, describes his act as quite slapstick. Oh. He covers modern songs by artists including Britney Spears in Elvis's style, and also dresses as zombie Elvis. Okay. Simon was hoping to donate the 1,000 prize money from last month's competition in Ipswich. Uh, you, forgot Ipswich to say, you forgot to say the word pound. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 1,000 pounds comp. prize from last month's competition in Ipswich, Suffolk, to a hospice in memory of his dad. But after his application was turned down, he decided to raise fun, funds himself, making 2,600 pounds in just three days. So, actually, that's better. Um... Andy Sexton, the organiser of the King's Crown Elvis competition, says he admires Simon's charity work but stands by his decision. He said, our Elvis competition is not a comedy oh, show. Geez. These guys are professionals. I choose between 10 to 12 to enter and they have to be the best. I didn't want people laughing at him. He would have got laughed off stage and I didn't want that for him. I am not a cruel guy. This is a serious competition and people pay money to get into it and watch it. I've only ever seen one Elvis impersonator. We were in, uh, me and my wife, uh, in Zakynthos, Greek island, and we went to Lagana, which is like the horrible tourist bit. We would go and just laugh. And we walked past a bar, and there was Elvis was singing in there. I said, well, let's go in for a drink and listen to a little bit of Elvis. And uh, she went, yeah, okay, sure. And we went in. Uh, I'm going to use foul language. I apologise in advance. We went in, and he was singing The Wonder of You. Um... And then it got to a bit, and he said, so he's singing in Elvis, and then he said, come on everybody, if you're not singing, you're an effing queer. Wow. We closed the doors, and we walked out immediately. Apologies for the foul language, but that was, uh, I was thinking, that doesn't quite fit, fit the spirit of Elvis Presley, surely. I've had the pleasure of seeing several Elvis acts. I've seen the one at Legends Las Vegas. Oh, Superb. Wow. Yeah. Uh, my sister had an Elvis. Oh, and Elvis flipped the bird at me in Las Vegas. Oh, did it? Yeah, we were driving down a street and we took a wrong turning and had to turn. And, and I think we, Elvis had to stop and, and I went, all right, Elvis. And he just gave me the bird. Wow, okay. <laughs> Welcome to <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> thank you very much. You should have said thank you very much. Uh, we had an Elvis impersonator at my sister's wedding. Okay. At the reception, he yep. came in and did a medley of his hits, going from the army days all the way through to the cheeseburger days. Yep. 
it was a thing. I like Las Vegas. We've talked about this before. I, I think Las, I think Elvis, 71 to 74, is grossly overweight. He's grossly overlooked. It's, it's a lot of like, you know, um, uh, we've talked about this before on board. Oh, we have. I remember we, we did this conversation before exactly the same thing. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Darren, stay there. You're coming up next. This is Talk Radio. The radio show where the owls are not what they seem. Do you or have you ever watched Twin Peaks? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. They could be dreaming and meeting each other in their dreams. On Talk Radio. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Good evening, Darren. Hello, are you all right? I'm all right, Darren. What you got? Um, well, I was finding up. I'm coming to see you guys in uh, London on the 14th. Beautiful. Thank you for the support. And it would have literally been a year since I downloaded the final countdown, the film, to watch from your um, the flux capacitor. Oh. And I've been waiting to hear you analyse the film. Here's the thing. Me and my mate Elton... I'd I'd love um, to hear it. Here we go. Me and my mate Elton do a podcast. Okay, steady. (laughs) Do a podcast uh, where we talk about time travel movies. And the next film we were going to do is The Final Countdown. And classic from, I'm guessing, about 1982. Although it's it's very, very flawed. And we recorded the last podcast... Well, you're right. Just before Christmas... Twenty eight. Seven twelve, I think. Yeah, and I literally like I, I watched it the very next day after the, that podcast. <laughs> that, that last podcast was that the first podcast as well. We haven't done any yet. We haven't done any yet, but we did we did record the final countdown uh, four yeah, years ago uh, before we even met. What? <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, it's, it's totally my fault. It's totally my fault. The, 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 Elton has messaged me a few times. I want to do more, but I'm just so overwhelmed at the moment with stuff that um, I, I've not been able to. And it's a great podcast, and Elton is an absolute talent yeah. and is a star, and it's I a pleasure it. to listen. Well, I'm glad you did. I didn't know if anyone was actually listening. You know, you do these I've things. I've been waiting. I've been waiting. <laughs> well, Darren, I tell you what, we'll give, we'll both phone you up. We'll do a conference call, and we'll talk to you about it ourselves live. How's about them apples? Well, I haven't watched it for over a year. So. Well, you have to watch it again. All right, I'll rent it again. Oh no! Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, mate. Uh, we'll come. We'll have a little also, chat about it afterwards on the the fourteenth. Yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But while, while, yeah, whilst I was waiting to talk to you, what you're saying about your um, you, with your boys on Christmas Day, yeah. I, I I have the same dilemma. Like I've, I've split with my um, daughter's mother a while ago. Yeah. And yeah, I, I could ins- I could try and insist that I have a Christmas Day, but it would be like my small family or. She can go to her, her bigger family where she's got cousins and like mm. nephews. And, so that yeah, I have to suffer Christmas Day on my own. Well, not not, not literally on my own, but like without my daughter. But I know that she's having a great time there. And that's what it's about. Yeah. And it's tough. Yeah. And yeah. it, when I came to the conclusion, well, of course they'll have a much better time. They'll certainly have a much better Christmas dinner if they're with you know that side of the family. It it, it broke my heart, but it was. It's totally the right thing to do. Because and I'll have a great day with my sister and my, my niece. I'll be a great day. And then the next day, we'll, 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 we'll do it all over again. But, um, you yeah. got, you got to do what's right for the kids, isn't it? Yeah, I'm lucky. I, I get to see her about six, seven o'clock Christmas evening. Oh, beautiful. So uh, yeah. How old is she? Nine. Oh, okay. So you still, so perfect. So you still get a little bit of that magic on Christmas day then? Yeah, yeah. Well, sort, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I'm taking her to uh, Euro Disney 
for three days in oh. December. So what is this? Get Dar- to Darren's, Darren's made of money. What is this? I don't know. I wish. Yeah, I know. Euro, so. I could Euro Disney. Yeah, no, I've done, I've done Euro <laughs> Disney. It's half expensive, isn't it? Yeah, but compared to going to Orlando, it's, it's nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that, Darren. I appreciate that because, um, it, I, I don't know any other dads that are divorced. I don't really have anyone, you know, to it's, talk to who's yeah, in a similar yeah. position. Oh, uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's been my fourth Christmas, I think, with the, uh, so who will you be spending Christmas with then? I'll, I'll be with my mum, my dad, uh, my girlfriend and right. her boy. And then in the afternoon, my brother and in the evening, my daughter will turn up and that's when it. And is mum really cooking, is mum cooking Christmas dinner? Yeah, every year. Best yeah. Christmas dinner in the world, isn't it? Cooked by mum? I don't really like Christmas dinner. Shut your face! You don't I'd like it! I'd rather curry. You disgust, <laughs> you're a pervert. I didn't know we had a pervert on the, you don't like yeah, Christmas well, no, dinner! I'm not gonna deny being a pervert, I'll admit that. <laughs> Come on mate, those, those, those roast potatoes, bit of stuffing, Brussels sprouts. Pigs in blankets. Oh, oh yeah, we, yeah, we, we all like a bit of stuffing, don't we? But. Thank you very much Darren, good evening. Um, and, and thank you for sharing that. I, 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 I appreciate that. I love Christmas dinner man. My sister cooks a great one. My mum doesn't, you know, can't cook it anymore. My sister cooks a great one. Uh, and I love Brussels sprouts. Totally up. I'm totally up for the sprouts. Totally. We went, um, my uh, kids were over and my sister came with her kids uh, the weekend and we went to this place that does really nice food on the Sunday. Went to that farm. Mm-hmm. It was really nice food. And they do the best burgers in the world. Second best burgers in the world. Stardust in New York does the best. The second best burgers. And I, I went in hard. I, I had the roast beef. And everyone was looking at me going, oh, that food looks... Envy. You had, you had the choice, guys. It's Sunday afternoon and you've gone for burgers. What is this? You know, this is a nice bit of roast beef. Speaking of roast beef, it's Dion. Hello, mate. Hello, Dion. Hello, Dion. I can't talk very well. You got a dick in your mouth? Oh, stop. No, I had a major cancer operation. You had what? A major cancer You're operation. You're joking, mate. What happened? I had my bottom... My hands were removed, my tongue, no. bottom plate, and then we removed the bone from my left leg and rebuilt my jaw with it and everything. Hang on a minute, cause it, you're right, it's tricky to understand you, but we're going to get you, get you. So they moved, yeah. bit, bit of your jaw out and your tongue out. Did you say they moved a bit of your, removed a bit of your leg? Yeah, my left lower leg, and they rebuilt the jaw. Yeah. And they used the flesh to rebuild my tongue. Oh, so they rebuilt your tongue with the bit from your leg. So your leg wasn't cancerous. No. Right, they no, just took a bit of skin. Was. They took a bit of skin to do to do all that magical reconstruction stuff they do. Yeah, yeah, and oh. the bones to make it cool. Gosh. Dion, mate, I'm so sorry. How are you feeling now? Um, it's not at all. I haven't for two months. Are you, are you like, um... Having protein shakes and stuff, you're sucking it through a straw. Well, that's what I'm doing at the moment, yeah. Oh, Dion. Honest, I thought I've told you. No, no, this is the first I've heard of it. I thought I've told you before I went to hospital. Oh, you did, you did it, I'd remember that. Um, oh, sorry, that you don't, We wouldn't have understood it, you could probably get away with a few. Yeah, I know, but I was saying, I'll, First time I've talked to them, they go, so I've put Pete Mark's on 
weird or something. No, no, no. Well, we, we all, Dion, we all think you're weird. Oh, we know yeah, that. Yeah. But, yeah, um, no, you know, you, it's, um... Yeah, it was, I mean, I got wasted on uh, September 25th. So that was a while ago, then? Yeah, I was in hospital about a month. When did you get back home? Uh, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And how are you feeling in yourself? You all right? Or are you knackered? Um, yeah, look, my son was brilliant. I thought, mate, other than that, we had a bit of a night and night, listening to some old punk, a modern punk. Yeah. And just want to get back to himself. I've said something I've loved. I've got to wait as long as her dad. <laughs> a donna kebab is the thing you're craving, oh, my God! Yeah, I am, honest. Can they not, um, can you not put it in a blender and mush it, <laughs> mush it that up? That is not the same, is it? Um, and are you seeing like a speech therapist or something to learn how to uh, speak oh, again? Oh, right. Well, I'm seeing a dietitian in the way. Right. So that's better on that. Fairly, seven thousand eight. You know what, baby food. Say that again, Dion, because I'm struggling to... Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to get the best friend, mate. That's all right, don't worry, we'll get there, go on. Yeah, um, I've got a dietician coming, man. Right. And then they make some stuff up for me, like baby food. Right. Baby food, right, okay, okay. But I was asking, are you seeing someone who's kind of teaching you how to talk again? Or have you just got to work it out yourself? Um, that's myself. Right. Right. I'm very, very low. I shouldn't be spoken I am now. And it'll get better as it goes on? Sounds told, mate. Well, there you go. Well, then you phone us up as much as you want and you practice on us, Dion. You sure? Yeah, so yeah. I don't understand a lot of me on okay. the phone. No, well, <laughs> listen, I work with Catherine, so, you know, people are used to people sounding <laughs> weird. Does. Dion, no, honestly, mate, it would be our honour to have you phone up. Listening, I was listening to while I was in hospitals. Oh, well, well, thank you, mate. No, listen, you give us a call any time you want. You practice you sure, your speech, yeah. I'm, I'm totally sure, and you, you know that this is a safe place where you can phone up and we're certainly not going to judge you. All right, thanks very much. And you, 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 you got and, people... And it's happened. Oh. Yeah. You got people, you got... So Sorry you, about talk. You got you know, you, Shut is. up! For God's sakes, listen! <laughs> you've got, what? you've got your boy coming round and you've got people looking after you and stuff, right? Oh, yeah. He's been absolutely brilliant, mate. Yeah, yeah. He's having a great holiday. He's in a lot of heaven. He's white and swanage. So he's just in. Swanage, that Dion, mate, um, um, I'm so sorry to hear that you've been through that. I'm glad you're out the other side. Not the other side, mate. Well, here's the thing. I've been injecting. No, I'm not. Um, but I'm glad. (laughs) I'm glad you're out the other side, man. And um, you sound all right. You sound. You sound well. You certainly sound better. To us, then I bet you think you do in your head. Must be frustrating, well, I hope though. So. I hope so, mate. Yeah, it must be frustrating. It does it sometimes, so it's not better floss or whatever you want to say. So have they got rid of all, what, what, what was it? Was it from smoking? Was it bad luck? What was it? Smoking symptoms. Right, right, uh oh. That's for that, folks. That's cut it all out. Yeah. I'm going to let some on Tuesday. And so, is it radio therapy? Yeah, yeah. Not too much. Into radio. Yeah, radio's the, the, the tough one, isn't it? I mean, oh, they're, is they're, it? they're both tough, but I think radio one is, radio therapy is the more intense. Oh, I don't know. 
I've never had cancer before. But so have they so what well, sorry, are they doing the radiotherapy now or did they do that before the operation? No, that was consultation on Tuesday. Right, okay, okay. Uh they're never gonna start it. They're gonna start it. Okay. All right, so they're All gonna right. they're gonna they're gonna you're gonna be nuclear powered. <laughs> Um, Dion, oh, I, I'm guys. sure you've been warned this, that you, it, it can get a little bit rocky when you're having radiotherapy, so look after yourself, oh, no, mate. No. Don't push yourself too hard. I, I love listening to you and Patrick. Hmm. It was I'm, great. You know, when I was in hospital for a month, yeah. it was lovely, mate, listening to you. So. Oh, well, I bet you pissed off but everyone I around you. It was just for fun. The last <laughs> um, I'm really touched that you chose to give us a call first, Dion. Genuinely, I am, mate. Cheers, mate. I wish you the best of luck. Maybe we'll, uh, what, where are we now? Thursday. Maybe we'll speak tomorrow or maybe we'll speak next week at some point, but you're welcome at any time. Yeah, so thank you very much. Thank you, Dean. Thank and you. Bye-bye. Bye, Dion. Oh, man, we have a laugh with Dion. We fell out in the past. We made friends again. He's a good bloke and, um, oh, that's got me, that has. That's really got me, that has. Yeah. Doing thought, this show for the length of time we do, we kind of, people's lives take twists and turns, don't they? And there's another and go, one. And, and I thought he'd had the radiotherapy and there's me saying, oh, it's the bad one. And I didn't realise he was going off to do it. But he's mm. got this. He's got this. Thank you, Dion. I'm genuinely, I'm, I'm uh, humbled that you would, um, oh, that's really got me, that has. That's, uh, that's really, Dion's been calling me for 15 years. Absolutely bonkers sometimes, straight down the line at others, and um, a voice that you'll all be familiar with. Well, he can give us a call and, and practice his speech anytime he wants. Good evening, Pablo. Hold Hello, Pablo. What have you got for us tonight, please? Oh, it's a bit windy, so I apologise for any kind of background noise. Russell Sprouts, isn't it? Well, uh, My God, man, what are you doing? You're rolling down a hill or something? It's, it, I'm in the northeast. It's mostly in the northeast. Wind and sea. Do they not have walls in the northeast? Yeah, big one. Well, we had we had one, but then the Scottish ruined it. Absolute bastards. <laughs> uh, right, what, what do you want? Keep, we're going to keep it brief because this sounds terrible. Yeah. Um. Anyway, talking about keeping it brief. Um. Boxers or shorts? Um. Shorts. Uh, oh, briefs. Yeah, briefs, that's the one. No, not briefs. Well... Never briefs. Um, what do you think I am, a kinky swinger from the 70s? Well, I've, I've, I've got a... I've got a crate of Y-fronts in, uh, in a Dover, and I was hoping you were going to endorse them. I'm not endorsing your crate of Y-fronts in Dover. What is this? Well, I was hoping it was going to be an Ian Lee endorsement, but apparently not. No, of course it's not. Hang on, how much do you reckon you can make out of this? Three pound a pair. How many pairs you got? Um, 15,000. 20, 20% for me? 10. 15? 10. Thanks for your call, Pablo. I really appreciate it. He was so close to a deal then. So, he couldn't budge. He couldn't budge. He couldn't budge. in about an hour. Certainly couldn't budge in those pants because they're too tight and those pants are crap. <laughs> Wouldn't buy anything from that guy. Oh, we've got another hour to go. My gosh, this show's rocking and rolling all over the place. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making talk. On calling me down the road, it's where I'll always be. Every stop I make, I make a new friend. Can't stay for long. 
For about 15 years, on and off, big periods where he didn't call me. Um, we've fallen out and argued, but he always comes back, and I always enjoy, I've always enjoyed his call. Not all of them, some of them are a bit boring, let's be honest. But um, he's one of the more interesting callers that uh, 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 we've had. And um, to hear him slightly nervous to call in because he's worried about how he sounds, I totally get it. Can I just say to anyone listening um, that if you are nervous about calling in because I don't know you've had mouth cancer, you've got a speech defect, you've got a cleft palate, you've got Parkinson's, you've got MS, you've got whatever that means that that your speech is not perhaps what it once was or or, or what it could be. We are probably I'm not saying this to show off. I'm saying this to be honest. We're probably the only radio show, maybe one of two or three radio shows where <clears throat> uh, you, you can phone in and you'll you'll get a good old crack of the whip. You'll get treated exactly the same as any anybody else that calls in um, who, who perhaps doesn't have problems with their speech. We're a late night show, so we can kind of take a little bit longer with your call and um, we'll do our very, very best to, 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 to get past whatever issue it is that, that, that means it's a little bit harder for you to, to speak than perhaps it, it once was. And me and Kath are actually pretty good at it. We have a regular call of Jerry, who's not called in for a while, but I know why. It's because he's been very busy. Good news. Good busy. But he's got um, Parkinson's, same age as me. He's got Parkinson's. And some nights you can hear him as clear as a bell. Some nights we can't make it out. And we will sit and we will listen. And if we can't make it out, we'll say, look, Jerry, maybe give us a call in an hour or maybe give us a call tomorrow when it's not so hot or when you're not so stressed. And we'll give it, um, we'll give it another go. So if you are nervous about calling in, um, because you think we're going to laugh at you or you, you know, maybe you've tried other radio shows and you've not got the call back, you'll get on. You'll get on and we will take our time to, um, to, to, to get there together. I think that's, um, 
that's fair enough to say. Um, let's go to Nigel. Oh, oh yeah. You sound oh, surprised, yeah. Nigel, almost as if you hadn't remembered you'd just called in. <laughs> no, no, it's still the same. You're still right, you sound a bit, a bit tired. Pain. I'm still in a bit of pain from the accident. Yeah, the ribs. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot. I'm I'm beginning to be able to wash myself okay right now because I couldn't lift my arm, arms up to, to wash under my arms. Uh, <laughs> Imagine. Good. Yeah. Good. I'm using arm drama and stuff because my girlfriend doesn't want me to smell, does she? Would no no one wants you to <laughs> smell. Although <laughs> some women like the smell of a man, Musk, man yeah, musk. Yeah, a sweaty smell, don't they? Yeah, they love it. Yeah, yeah but they don't want a dirty bum. No, he certainly not. Anyway, it is improving very slowly. The, the arse? Pain. Uh, uh, pardon? The, pa- the pain, yeah. the pain. Yeah, anyway, I, I was watching a documentary on the TV about people going to food banks, and it's very, a lot of children haven't got food in some places. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of people struggling at the moment. They have to struggle to get food for their children in, yeah. in the summer holidays and stuff, and there was a programme, and going to food banks, and they feel guilty about going to food banks. Of course they do. And, um, I'm lucky to have one in Maystone that I go to quite regularly. Brilliant. Um, because I, I'm starting to run out of money now until next Wednesday again, as usual. Okay. But I've sorted out my, um, my telephone bill, uh, no, the, the TV licence I've sorted out. Yeah. Uh, instead of paying £200, I can pay £12 a fortnight to pay, to pay your bill off. That's great news. Yeah, so uh, because I, I had a red letter today and it, they were going to take my possessions away because of it, you know? They come and take your possessions away if you don't pay the bill to your TV licence. Right, yeah. It's quite a serious thing, but as because I've been on to them on the phone, I've, I've corrected it all now. Brilliant, good. Well, you got that sorted out. Yeah, it's the job that I rung them up. I was, it could, I, I might, they might have come and took the telly away or something like that, you know. There's nothing on telly these days. No, I don't watch it much. I usually watch videos anyway. Yeah, it's all, it's all. I've, I've got a documentary on at the moment about Justin Bieber when he first started. Cause Justin he was on Bieber? YouTube a lot. Well, he started on YouTube, didn't he? Justin Bieber? He started on YouTube. Justin Bieber? Yeah, Bieber, yeah. Bieber? Yeah, Bieber, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think it's Justin Bieber. Unless it's a oh, different... Oh, it's a beaver, not beaver. Unless beaver. it's a different... It could be the Justin Beaver. Yeah, it could be. Anyway, you know who I mean, anyway. Yeah, Justin Beaver. <laughs> he was a good drummer when he... He's a, he was a good drummer. Was he? But, uh, he's drumming on this, uh, on this um, documentary. And uh, he was singing with Miley when she was about 16. He was singing with her. They made the record together. Um... But it's a pretty good video. But I bought myself some early Christmas presents, uh, some DVDs, about oh. a pound's worth. Go on, what you bought? Well, I got I got five DVDs, 20p each for a pound. And, um, so I've got The Panic Room, which is Jodie Foster. Oh, mate, that stuff. film is well scary! Yeah, it's a good film. And, uh, one, one uh, um, who, who else is in it? Christian Stewart's in it when she was young. You know, okay. that's Christian yep. Stewart. Yeah. One of her earlier. Yep. And I've got three Christian Stewart. I've got a whole whole collection of the uh, vampire films that Christian Stewart did as well. Oh, okay. yeah, Twilight. Yeah, the, the, twi- the first Twilight one, and the second one, and the next one. I think they're good films. So I've got the whole the whole set for about 50p. Do you like a good spooky film then, Nige? Well, I like, I, like, I mean, I'm a big fan of Christian Stewart. Yeah. Uh, so I like the way she acts in the film. And, and there's, of course, a lot of kissing in those films. The way she acts. Yeah, there's a lot of kissing. She likes kissing, don't she? Yeah. 
all, that, all those vampire films, she ends up kissing the, the guy that's in it, that tall well, fellow, you know. Of course, they spend a lot of time in the first film, f- for sure, trying not to get yeah. too heavy, because uh, he might destroy yeah. her, and not in the way she likes. Yeah, the second, the second one's quite heavy with, with kissing, isn't it? The second okay. one, that, that was quite... Uh, Toilet, I can't remember the name. Okay. Toilet, Sargos, I mean. Yeah, okay. Anyway. Okay. Well, that I, was, good. I was going to do a jingle. I, 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 you know, jingles up for my presenters years ago. Oh, yeah, you used to have to, like, Mike Mendoza and, and, um, an organ. I used to get your keyboard out, not say organ, because that's... Well, because, because, because an organ, people think you mean a penis. <laughs> I used to get my keyboard out and sing along to that, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Well, go on then. Give us a, give us a oh, jingle. One of these days, I'm going to get the keyboard out on the radio. Oh. Sounds like a threat. Classic Nigel. Yeah. Are you there? Hello, yes. Yes, I'm still here. What? So I'll just do a short jingle to finish off uh, what I put together in my head in the last five minutes. Away you go. It's the Ian Lee Show, the Ian Lee Show, listen to him all night long. With Kath. It's the Ian Lee Show and Catherine's show, listen to them all night long. So join the gang and listen to the Ian Lee Show, the Ian Lee Show. Nigel from Maystone sings along and plays his organ too. He, he likes to play the drums as well and have a laugh with you. So listen to the Ian Lee Show. Yes, listen to the Ian Lee Show. Come on and listen to the Ian Lee Show. It's on talk roll, talk roll. Get the name of the station right! Thank you, Nigel! Thank you. Have a lovely weekend. We'll speak again soon, mate. Thank you very much. It got the name of the radio station wrong. That's classic. <laughs> Nine, that's like 90, uh, late 80s, early 90s. I know, I kind of recognise the tune. Yes, I, yeah, I do. Uh, evening, Steve. Hello. Hi, Hi Ian. Hi, Hi, Catherine. Hey, Steve. Um. I'll, I'll be honest, Ian, Catherine, I've been out tonight and I've had a drink. Okay. A little drinky poos. Okay. And, and as probably quite a lot of people at the moment, I've got quite a few uh, different issues going on in my life at the moment. Okay. Um, but I'd like to sing a song to you and Catherine, if that's okay. Well... That's not where I thought this was going, but I'm happy to hear one. Are you, Ian? Happy to hear at least one. It's it's a cover song. It's not an original. Over to Steve. Who okay, has had a drinky right. booze and has got issues. Yeah, well, only, you know, as everyone has. Yeah. You know, I don't want to... No, don't make a thing of it. Yeah. But you did mention it. Um, okay, here we go. And Phil, please... Feel free to join in. Thank you, when, when appropriate. Okay. <laughs> Take on board, yes. Okay, thank you. I'll let you know when you can join in. Oh, oh, okay. So feel free to join in, but only when I tell you. Okay, yep, good. <laughs> but you'll know, you'll know. Okay, well, what, because you'll tell us? No, you'll just know, you'll okay. know. Okay, all right. We'll know. Okay. Over to Steve. Okay, thank you. Two, three. One, two, three. Thank you, Catherine. <laughs> thank you for the day. Those endless days, those sacred days you gave me I'm thinking of the days I won't forget a single day, believe me I bless the light 
I bless the light that lights will burn, believe me. And though you're gone, you're with me every single day, believe me. Days I'll remember all my life. Days when you can't see wrong from right. You took my life, but then I knew that very soon you'd leave me. But it's alright. Now I'm not frightened of this world, believe me. I wish today could be tomorrow. The night is long. It just brings sorrow. Let it wait. This way you can join in if you, if you wish. I thank you for the days. Those endless days and sacred days you gave me. I'm thinking of the days. I won't forget a single day, believe me. Days I remember all my life. Days when you can't see from from right. You took my life. But when I knew the very soon you'd leave me. There you go. Do, 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 I'll, I'll leave it there, Ian, if you don't want me to continue. Oh, what? I want you to carry I'll, on singing. Do you really? Oh, don't Ian, have a, don't have a, a question of uh, doubt. What does it call it? We enjoyed that. It was a very tender moment. That was beautiful. I hope so. Ian, Catherine, I'll be honest with you, I'm... Um, Masturbating right now. No, he's not. I'm, I bet I'm he is. not. You'd no, like uh, to be? I am. Um, would I like to be? We both are. I don't know. I am. To be... Uh, <laughs> I'm... Carry on. I won't be long. I'm... There we go. Catherine, do you want to finish up before we... She's done. She's done done. now. I'm done. She's done. I'm done. Bless you. (laughs) Bless you, Catherine. Bless you. Thanks. Sorry about that, everyone. Um, I don't know. I just, I hope, you know, as I say, I've, I've had... Um, some alcohol tonight. Yes, a little, uh, little bit of some. You've you've supped on the teat of the grape. Um, yeah, or hops. Yeah, a little live now. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. A bit of the old boozy um, rouge. And um, yeah, as, say, as um, well, as we all have. As we all, uh, that we all have issues. Oh, gosh, yeah. You've got issues. Yeah. Um, some good, some bad. It's all good. The biggest issue is the misuse of disused tissues. Yeah. Is it? I think so. Hmm. Mm. Well, I hope that that singing made you feel better. It certainly made us feel. I think it did a little bit, yeah. Okay. Do you want to sing anything else? Should I do another one? Um, I don't know. I think that, to me, that song was quite apt. Yeah. I was quite happy with that. Okay. Yeah. Brilliant. So, Steve? And, and, to, oh. and I don't want to... Obviously, I... Hmm? So I haven't listened to the oh. previous two hours of tonight. Ah. So I apologise if we, I We were basically doing a phone-in about, and we had a vote, and it was 75% said yes. Are people that phone in radio shows and sing absolute knobbers? <laughs> yeah. And the majority of people said yes. And then, ironically, yes. you phoned in not hearing that survey, and yes. you've sung. Yes. So you've proved it's, it. I'm mm. glad. I'm, I'm glad I've proved the, yes, I'm, the I'm not this. Mm. Yeah, okay. good. Well, thank you, Steve. I hope your problems that we all have, um, you know, get sorted. 
Um, yeah, I guess so. Or they won't, but it, there you go. That's, that's it. That's what nice. it is, isn't it? Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks for the song, Steve. All right, cheers. Thank you, Ian, Catherine. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, listener. Whispering lunar incantations for cross parents. Um. Cross dressers. Did you know this about me? And cross rail workers. Steel and polycarbonate. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've I've got a very poor internet connection. On Talk Radio. Um. There's a new game out. Came out at midnight. Death Stranding. Hideo Kojima. Uh, designed, he did the Metal Gear Solid games. Great games. And this is being described as a work of art that will revolutionise gaming mm. by some. And by others, it's described as really, really dull when nothing happens. <laughs> Over a 100 hours of gameplay. And I forgot it was being released at midnight. Until little, little, little ping. My phone pinged. And it, I looked at, what's this? Remember Ollie who phoned up earlier on? The one that was really mean about Dale Winton. The one who laughed at dead Dale Winton, yeah. Yeah. It said, Ollie is streaming Death Stranding. Oh. So he stopped listening to us. Wow. And he's now streaming um, a Ponzi game. So I've just gone in there to uh, to his room on Twitch. Uh, he's uh, vile underscore Trolliver, if you want to go and abuse him. And I've just gone in there and I've, I've basically thrown shit around in right. the room, right? Turns out Matty's in there as well, the bumlick. They're all in there. Watching this poxy poncy game instead of listening to the show. They're all blocked. They're all blocked. They're all reported. None of them are welcome on the show again. Do you know, I'm starting to see how his wife feels because on her birthday, Holly, oh, of all the you people. You see? <gasps> you see? Comes on, he's all nice laughing at Dead Dale. We've got another, we've got another seven second delay, so I'm gonna try. Let's have a listen. Oh shit. There yeah, we go. Flipping Outrageous. Out. Outrageous behaviour. Who does he think he is? He's a scumbag. And this is the th- this is the problem, right? Video games turn softly spoken vegans into a- into a holes, mm. into absolute a holes. And Ollie is doing. Let's have another little listen. We've got delay. Let's have another little listen. It's not pure. Oh look, it's aged. Look at the rain. Mm-hmm. How would any? Is this his music choice? Environment or? work if everything died as it's soon as rain happened. Oh shit. Listen, it looks like a really boring game. It look all good. And it, sounds, it looks like a really boring stream as well. This feels really cool. <laughs> what does that say about me? It says you're a sad case right. and you're a loser. Music. Like, would you rather listen to the radio or play a game about a bat? Oh! <laughs> oh! 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 What did he just say? Would you rather listen to the radio or play this game? Oh! I didn't answer that question, so oh! whatever, if you badmouth me for that answer, oh! that's your answer, not mine. What a scumbag! What a scumbag! Oh, this feels cool. Fuck. This is, says so much about me, though, isn't it? Yeah, you're a knob. That, th- thank you. Well there. done. I don't know if I'm supposed to be over there now. Though. What is this? It looks like a picture some of sort of there. 
Japanese Duke of Edinburgh's award. It's, it's boring. All you do is walk between towns. That's oh, it. It's a walking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, no. Yeah, you're busted, Ollie. You're busted. I think everyone should listen to talk radio instead of watching this program. Well, then stop doing it. Stop your stream and stop doing it. Let's send everybody in, right? You know we do Periscope love bombs. Well, can we do a, a, a Twitch troll bomb? Shit bomb. Shit bomb. Everyone, go to www.twitch.tv slash vile underscore, what's his name? Trolliver. Yes. Trolliver. And tell him what you think of him. There we go. Let's, um, there we go. Let's, 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 uh, This is more fun than the late night alternative, the psychedelic antidote yeah, yeah. to the political, politically biased phony shows on every other radio station. I'm so I'm so angry. Am I getting ganged up on? <laughs> I'll listen back. I'll listen back. It doesn't it doesn't count towards our listening figures. <laughs> just typed, you're playing Duke of Edinburgh's award and this is better than us, apparently. Look, you got to admit, this moss, this walking, this backpack. Switch this off. You're right, I love you. Switch this off and get the radio back on. We're not, I want this stream, <laughs> I want this stream ended now. I want it ended. I want it over. <laughs> If you want wow. to write him a message, just busted will do. Yeah, busted. busted. Yeah. I can have the. I've got the radio on in the background. Promise. He, he hasn't. That is a lie. That is an absolute lie. He has not. Um, everyone who's appearing to have a go at me could follow me as well. He's using it as an advert. He's using it as an advert to get more followers. Turn away from. Uh, Getting it, being able to get have subscribers, so oh my god, 50 people. <laughs> now, Matty Stevo, Kath can't get off to this like the singing. You're Hello. damn right. right. Matty's blocked. He was, a, he was my favorite, but he's blocked. Watching to have a go at me, would like to subscribe. No one wants to subscribe to your channel because you're a scumbag and you stab your mates in the back and you switch off radio to play crap games. Outrageous. 64, thank you very much. This is not on the air, is it? Because I've run out. Yes, of it's on the air. It's on the air. I'm, f I'm f so angry, really angry. How oh, very dare you? This is the kind of cyberbullying I'm getting. Pity follow. Thank you. It's on the air. Oh my god. <laughs> Incredible scenes. Ollie is a scumbag. That's from my friend Roger. Ollie is a scumbag. What a shameful. Well, thanks for ruining the launch night. Good! Thanks for ruining my, oh, thanks for ruining my radio show! Okay, you, now, thanks for ruining my radio show! I'm going to write I this. I seem to be enjoying the, the Here we backpack. go. It's not even our birthdays and you're giving it's us the wife treatment. treatment. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm still on the air, I'm describing what it's like. 
That's yeah. boring. Everyone, everyone leave. Bored. Absolutely outrageous. I'm furious! <laughs> Play a trail, I need to calm down. A star-crossed soapbox for sailor boys, oh. stable girls, oh, I'm on the edge. and stripper grands. It depends who you with and it depends on the situation. Late Night Speech Radio with a difference. Thank you! The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Absolutely fuming. Anyway, we'll carry on doing the radio show for you. Oh, Sunday night, Sunday night, on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Ian Lee, eight, round about eight o'clock, it might be a little bit later, because I've got, I've got the kids, but round about eight o'clock, when the kids go, we are having a Call of Duty Modern Warfare session for friends of the show. So I want to get, I want to get a private game up. I think you can have like 16 players. I'm not really sure. I want to get a private game up. I want to play. You can play on different consoles, I think, and PCs and stuff like that. I'm on my PS4, add Ian Lee. Um, and we're, we're just going to play. And we might, we might stay up all night and play Call of Duty Modern Warfare on, uh, 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 uh just going to have a session. You can, it's free. I mean, the game's not free, but you can follow me. You can subscribe if you want. It's free if you've got Amazon Prime to subscribe. You link it up with your Twitch account. I get and, and then you click on me, and I get a few quid all night. You probably won't rage quit. <laughs> I don't rage quit. I do not rage quit. So Saturday, Sunday night, around right about eight eight thirty. Twitch.tv slash Ian Lee. We're gonna have a right old laugh, good old laugh. We're going to play Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, we're going to shoot each other. David Babcock's going to be there. Ollie was going to be there, but he's banned. Uh, we're going to have a right old laugh. We're going to have a lot of fun. Lot of fun. You coming, Boily? No, my um, internet's not good enough, is it? It isn't. Well, you could sort it out, but you won't make the phone call. It's not my department. <sighs> make the phone call and improve your internet. Um, uh, now, here we go. This is an interesting story. I like these sciencey stories. Mm. Steph Harper's, Steph is the name, of course, I'm considering for my cat. Steph Harper's two-bedroom house looks like a typical suburban home, but she believes there's a portal to the spiritual world in the living room. The mum of four claims it has become a hotbed of paranormal activity with unexplained bangs, strange smells and spooky visions now the norm. Steph, 39, who lives in Flint, North Wales, with husband Colin and children Harvey, 14, Thomas, 9, Paisley Park, 7, first noticed the strange goings-on three months after she moved into the two-bed property in 2008. Recalling the first eerie incident, she explained, It was just me and Harvey in the house at the time. He was tucked up in bed. All of a sudden, I heard all this violent banging coming from his room. I ran upstairs and found him fast asleep in his bed. But the weird thing was, the bed had been pulled about two feet away from the wall where it usually was. Now, looking back, I realize it was the beginning of the haunting. Not long after, just a month after Thomas was born in November 2009, Steph became even more sure that she was sharing her home with something otherworldly. She continued, It was in between Christmas and New Year, and we heard a few loud knocking noises that couldn't be explained. Didn't sound like our house. You'll get used to the noises your own home makes. The bangs kept getting louder and louder, closer and closer. In the end, we went to my mum's house that night. 
The next day, Colin did some investigating and started tapping different parts of the house upstairs to see where the noise was coming from. When he started banging on the banister, it made the exact same sound. And that's when we knew something unseen had been making the sound right from the top of the stairs. Then there's a picture of her three kids. Yeah, I know. Not looking guilty at all, are they? Not not them at all, is it, doing it? Two things. Yeah. One, the accent, superb. Thank you. Been practising. Two, I read that out last week. No. Yeah. Or earlier this week. No! Yeah. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. This is, um... Oh, no, he's still playing that. Hang on a minute. Hang on, <laughs> hang on. Hang on, he's still playing that bloody game. Hang on. I was shocked. Say that, say that again. Yeah. Say, say, say it again. I read this out. Oh, hang on. Say, say it again. Say, Ian, I'll stop you there and then do the thing. I'll stop you there. What? Why? Well, one, the accent. Quite something. Thank you. Two. I've already read that one out. Try it again. Just trying to get the right music. Ian, two things. Don't even worry about the accent things. We know that's oh, excellent. Yeah. Two. I've already read that one. Two. I've already read that one. Okay, keep going. Two. I've already read that one. Baby, baby, baby! Two. I've already read that one. Collection of you reading that story. And I don't think you did read that story in this timeline. So, who the hell are you? What timeline did you come from? And where's our Catherine? Well, it's interesting you say that. Yeah, it is. Because I was wondering... Who the hell you are? Oh, sorry, I must have... Uh, must Not have been paying attention. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, let's try this one then. Does it involve more accents? <clears throat> I do hope so. Okay, I'll try this one. Let's go. See if you've read this one before. Is it about eggs? Is it about a bet with eggs? Okay, well, let's try this one then. Is it about Elvis? Rubbish Jesus Elvis. Christ! All right, I'll try this one then. Steph Harper's two-bedroom house looks like a typical suburban home, but she believes there's a portal to the spiritual world in her living room. The mum of four claims it's become a hotbed of paranormal activity, with unexplained bangs, strange smells, and spooky visions now the norm. Steph, 39, who lives in Flint, North Wales, with husband Colin, children Harvey, 14, Thomas, 9, and Paisley Park, 7, first noticed the strange goings-on three months after she moved into the two-bed property in 2008. Recalling the first eerie incident, she explained, He was just me and Harvey in the house at the time, and he was tucked up in bed. All of a sudden, I heard all the violent banging coming from his room and from wheels. I ran upstairs and found him fast asleep in his bed. But the weird, weird thing was the bed had been pulled about two feet away from the wall where it usually was. Now, looking back, I realize it was the beginning of the haunting. So it was. Not long after, 
Just a month after Thomas was born in November 2009, Steph became even more sure that she was sharing her home with something otherworldly. She continued, He was in between Christmas and New Year, and we heard a few loud knocking noises that couldn't be explained. Didn't sound like our house. You get used to the noises your own home makes. The bangs kept getting louder and louder, closer and closer. In the end, we went to my mum's house that night, we did. The next day, Colin did some investigating and started tapping different parts of the host upstairs to see where the noise was coming from. When he started banging on the banister, he made the exact same sound. And that's when we knew something unseen would be making the sound right from the top of the stairs. Gosh, that, that's a fascinating story. Yeah. Anything you want to say? That poor family. What have you got? Done um, that story? I bet you haven't. I bet I have. All right then, if you have... Yeah. A little quiz for you. Okay, quiz time. I like quizzes. A rare mushroom Ooh. with the aroma of rotting flesh oh. has been spotted in the UK for the first time in 20 years. It looks like an ear. Tell me what it's called. It looks like an ear. No. You know, there is a mushroom that looks like an ear, and I found one in my garden the other day. Like a week after I'd read the story about a mushroom that looks like an ear, and it does, it looks like an ear, and there was one in my garden. Okay. It looks like an ear. This doesn't. Shiitake. No. Shiitake. No. Go on then. The fungus, known as Devil's Fingers, Devil's fingers or, or Shitaki. No, you would never forget this name. Shitiko. Shit. <laughs> We're gonna stop there because I know he said something terrible. Octopus Stinkhorn. That was my nickname at school. <laughs> was last spotted in the wild in 1999 when Ian Lee was at school. Shut up. The freaky mushroom was spotted by an Avon Wildlife Trust conservation team at Dolbury Warren Nature Reserve on the Mendip Hills near Bristol on Halloween. Officially known as Clathrus Archery. That's, um, that's your maiden name, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Can I just try something? What, a stinkhorn? Let me just try something. Nroknitz Supotko. And play that backwards. Let me hear that again. Let me hear that again. Octopus. <laughs> it always sounds Dutch. Octopus. Steve Gordon. <laughs> this is better than watching some loser playing some crap video game online. Carry on, In please. fact, here's some names for your cats. Octopus and Stinkhorn. Oh, that could do. That could work, yeah. That could work. It erupts from what looks like an egg and forms between four and seven elongated slender arms. It's horrible. Look at this. Look, look, look. Beautiful. It's a right old mess. Oh, beautiful. Um, it then unfolds to reveal a pinkish-red interior covered with a dark olive slime that gives off the foul smell. That reminds me of, of something, but I can't think what. <laughs> it grows on soil and lives off dead and decaying matter like wood chips near old tree stumps okay. or in le- leaf litter. Leaf litter. <laughs> Despite their gruesome appearance, these brightly coloured rascals are harmless and not toxic. Scientists at Q said that their cousins, the stinkhorns... Which cousins are coming for Christmas, Mother? The stinkhorns. (laughs) 
are considered a delicacy in some countries, but the same can't be said for the species of the genus Clathrus, the devil, devil's fingers, as so little is known about them. The mushroom is a clever one, though. Its putrid-smelling slime attracts flies who help spread their spores. Ugh. Mycologist Andrew N. Miller, PhD, told Inverse, flies come to the top of the stink horn and they eat the mucus. Oh, it's this dirty is Why are you doing this? So basically, not only eating spores, they're getting spores all over their wings and feet, and then the fly flies off and disperses the spores for the fungus. Stop saying spores and stop saying flies and stop saying fungus. The species is from the Southern Hemisphere and was first discovered in Britain in 1914. Charlotte Target, living landscape assistant at Avon Wildlife Charlotte Trust. Charlotte Target, what a great name, great. by the way. Charlie Target, who first spotted the fungus. Hi, I'm said, Charlie Target, and this month we got a great deal on sofas. <laughs> All right, if that's her voice, I'll do it. She's the one that first spotted the fungus and said, I didn't know what it was when I first saw it. It looked like some kind of strange <laughs> sea creature. She added that the team was really astonished after discovering it. Conservation colleague Joe McSorley... Whom he's she was McSor with at the time, missed. was then able he's to identify he's it. He's McSorley missed. How does he sound? Oh yes, the sun exists. Okay, so Joe McSorley, whom she was with at the time, was then able to identify. He's McSorley missed. He said, "We were surprised to find devil's fingers <laughs> fungi as it's a rare find in the UK." No idea what these stories. With about. only two known records from our region, both from 1999. <laughs> Careful conservation <laughs> management over the years means that Dolbury Warren is particularly rich in fungal species. And that's the end of the story. I think we'll play an advert and then we'll we'll steer this ship home before Paul Ross comes in and does a show. What? You heard me right. This is Talk Radio. Experience the unconventional. Hello. The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule-free Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On Talk Radio. Some people are so rude. And it's often the people that we've done nice things for. There's a guy on Twitter. I've, I've, I've muted him ages. I've blocked him now. And I'd recorded some jingles and stuff for him ages ago, and I just muted him because he was rude. And then I just, just had someone else tweeted and it popped up, and so I looked at him, and he was just being rude about me. And I just, when someone does something like that, um, and I've taken the time, it doesn't take much time, but it's a faff to record some jingles. It even takes the piss out of the jingles that I've recorded. It just puts me off doing stuff like that. For other people, you know, it just you just think, where's, where's your manners? Where's your manners? Where's your, where's your decency? People, huh? Um, oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Alistair. Oh, evening, Ian. Evening, Catherine. Hello, Alistair. Um, that story about the mushroom, Catherine. The octopus sinkhorn. Yeah. That sounded like a horror story in its own right. Didn't it? See, it comes out of an egg. Yeah, it does. It's horrible. <laughs> it's like alien. It looks like um, mince. It looks like mince fingers. Oh, it is disgusting, God. actually. I don't understand these people that pick wild mushrooms, not knowing what they are. Well, I think they know what they are. That's the thing. People, the people that pick them and go, well, of course you can, um, you can eat for free just with the things you can find in your in your back garden. And of course, <laughs> some mushrooms can be very, very deadly. But if you've studied the uh, history and the genealogy of fungi, you'll know which ones can actually provide uh, a nice, tasty treat or even a slight psychedelic buzz. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the reason I was ringing is just so I've got. 
couple of names for your cats. Here we go. Go on. Say that my ticket is available for Brian if anybody wants it. Uh, Alison mentioned, <laughs> messaged me today. He's not going to be able to make it to Brighton on Saturday. Um, it's a long old journey, mate. So you have a, you'll be able to watch it on either Periscope or Twitch. I'm not quite sure which one yet. Um, so sit back, relax. Anybody who knows my Twitter handle can DM me and the first one gets it for You've free. You've really got the hang of this social media stuff. Thanks. Yes. Well, I have to have the normal email because I have to reallocate it from all the tickets. But yeah. Anyway, the names of the cat. What are you doing? You're turning all muffled. Oh, sorry, is that better? Yeah, of course it is. Sorry. Um, do, did you know, were you aware of the 70s uh, mystery TV programme, Sapphire and Steel? Of course I was. Terrifying programme, yeah. Two names for the cats. Sapphire and, and Steel, ooh. What do you think? Ooh, there's something in it. We're getting closer. It's not quite right. I think they're grey cats' names. <laughs> do you remember that episode? Oh, yes, it's the there's train a, station. There's, yeah! There's a ghost soldier on the train station. Yes. I'm a kid. I'm like seven, right? Yes. And there's a ghost soldier, and you can just hear in the background. seven-year-old, as a 46-year-old, that, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was a scary, scary program. Yeah, it was um, terrifying, A lot of the actually. episodes. And it was but, never really explained who they were, or what they were, or, or it was never really explained. It's just these weird, interdimensional, we think, sort of detectives. That's it. But unfortunately, yeah. if you watch it now, it looks like a load of old rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. Anyway, look, have a great show on Saturday. Thank you, Alistair. We will have a doozy of a show. Brighton, Saturday night. I don't know, maybe about half seven or eight. It'll either be on my Periscope or on my Twitch. Watch us on on, on Twitter and you'll see it tweeted um, when it goes out. Um, Oh, there we go. Uh, I'll tell you what, we'll take calls straight to air. Last ten minutes of the show. 0344-499-1000. Don't swear. Don't be libelous. But we will take calls straight to air. Now, we operate on a delay system here. That means that if I say, right, well, let's just wait for calls now, it will take about 30 seconds for the message of me saying call straight to air to get out to the ether. So I don't want to sit in silence. So we're going to play some music for 30 seconds. Then once that, you start dialing now, you start dialing now. Then once that music is finished, the switchboard should be full. Bishy bashy boshy, we're straight in there. So start dialing now. Once you hear this, oh three. Not don't wait for the music to finish because that will have happened thirty seconds ago, you idiots. Oh three, four four, four nine nine one thousand. So what does that mean? What does that? What is, do we? Let is, them think again. Oh, uh, yeah, that, that's a, that's a good idea. We'll let them think again. Chuck a block, call straight to air. Chuck a block. 
full switchboard. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to line one. Line one, you're on the wireless. That will be our last. God. Sorry. Try again. Oh, this is Ollie doing his stream. Oh God. This is Ollie doing his stream for crying out loud. Scumbag. Absolute scumbag. And if I'm completely honest with you, I, li- I-, I was lying. There's no other phone calls. Do you want to hear a story about a sperm ring? Not really. Let's try this call. Hello, line two, line one. Does the internet's not working, it's not working, are you joking? Does the internet's not working, it's not working every day? Because the internet's not working, are you joking? I'm not joking. But the internet's not working, it's not working, are you joking? Is that Mr. Gaz? Again, I'm so sorry. That's okay, I enjoyed that. That's a good, that's the second time we've had that song. I like that song. Now we're getting some calls. Line two, you're on the wireless. Okay. Um, didn't say they'd be good calls. I just said we were getting some calls. Line three, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello, you're on the air. How you doing, mate? Good evening. I'm doing very well, mate. So am I your only caller, then? Is that true, what you just said? I'm the only caller over in the queue. Turn the radio off, idiot. Shall I turn it off, mate? Sorry. Well, you, you, well, if you think you've turned it off, you're an idiot because we can hear it very <laughs> loudly. So well, it's off now, mate. Fantastic, mate. Excellent stuff. So how's things in the, uh, the old radio world? I don't know. I don't really hang out in the old radio world. So have I called the right number, then? For... Sorry, mate, I must have the wrong number. Who are you? Oh. You're a potty mouth idiot, aren't you? Hey! There we go. Thank you very much indeed. Um, <laughs> C-bomb. Yeah. <laughs> C-bomb, but I couldn't really make it out. It was you. Thank you for oh, spotting yeah, it. The mark of a genius. <laughs> My God almighty. Let's just take it easy for the last couple of minutes, shall we? If anyone wants to... If, we, if, if I see any calls on that screen, boom, I'm going to grab them. But I'm not that bothered. I feel we've done... I feel we've, we've earned our pay tonight. It was a good show tonight. Mm. Solid. Yeah. Strong talking point at the start. About Jesus. Um, don't remember what happened in the second hour. And third hour, we were betrayed by, um, Ollie. It's disappointing, but, um, I've been in this, exactly, I've been in this industry long enough to expect to stab in the back at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And vegans is, vegans are the worst. Oh, yeah. Hello, Line One, you're on the wireless. Hello? 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 Hello, Ian. Just to give you a nice positive end to the evening, I think you're fantastic. <laughs> and, um, oh, no. I think Kath is great oh. as well. I've listened for many, many years. 
And you're just beautiful people. Hey. Oh, you're a safe journey home. Hey, let's I hope you have a safe journey home, and I love you guys, oh. man. I love you from the very bottom of my pocket. Oh. I think you're wonderful. I hope we don't get any calls after you being rude about us. <laughs> I'm not Mr. Gaz. I'm Mr. Gaz. Follow me on Twitter. I'm Mr. Gaz, beautiful person. I think you're lovely. You're really, really great. Carry on, man. No, I can. I could, I could do this all night, seriously. Go on, then. You, you lift people up. When people are down, when you're down, I think that we lift you up. I just think you're wonderful. And Kath is just incredible. What a beautiful person. What beautiful people the pair of you are. I just love it, man. And I think every now and again, you need to know it. You make a difference to people's lives. And? Well, that's it. <laughs> 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 that's it. I can't give you any more. I give and I give and I give. I can't give you any more than that, but, uh, well, but we want we want more from you. We want to we want to <laughs> suck you dry. <laughs> Listen, honestly, whenever you the pair of you want to suck me dry, I'm I'm happy with that. Head dreams. No, I'm happy. <laughs> that's that's great. I just think just carry on doing what you do. Never doubt what you're doing because what you're doing is magical. Every single day is magic. You do an improvised radio show every single night, and the improvisation is better than a lot of comedy shows I've ever seen. The pair of you are brilliant. And the way that you work together gets better and better each. Oh, get lost, you massive what bumlet. bumlet. What a bumlet. <laughs> that was embarrassing. My God. But you uh, know what? He was right. Line two, you're probably the last call of the night on this show. Hello? Yes. Hi. Hi. How you doing? Garth, I love you. How you raised? Uh, Ian, you're right. Um, <laughs> I've got a funny story. I've got a funny story that I think it'll be quite funny. Right? Basically, you've my got, mate told me got, that... You've got ten seconds. Right, he was sat at a train station and some guy was throwing chips out for the seagulls and then they got really angry and then just as the train was about to leave, he launched his bag of chips on the train and all the seagulls went on the train and then just drove away. Oh. What a horrific... We, I, can end the show, I can end the show better. I can end the show better. Last ten seconds to you, Sheila. I'm picking a dog. Oh, oh, oh. This is Talk Radio.